0: week five in the books we're going to recap it this is what i call the last recap because we wait till monday night we want to get everyone's information all the good stuff and we filter it down synthesize it and i use the good information with attribution fez usually just uses it but you know what you get it all the same steve fezic
1: I have my original stuff, and then we see sometimes how I. Just,
0: sometimes it just blends together. Right? I always
1: see how it stacks up. I'll be the first to admit, like the information I have by midweek, I'm using a whole bunch of sources. But tonight, you get you get my stuff. Un- but I'm
0: saying, in a weird way, I am filtering the information more. I love to to, to hear everyone's that I respect take, because then I'll hear something three times, and I'm like, yeah, that is a good point. Or I'll hear something that go, that's BS. You know, so and I won't give it. So in a weird way, Monday I'm more the synthesizer, and on Wednesdays you're or Wednesday taping, you're more the synthesizer. Yes. Vito does pretty well most of the time. Yes. All right. So we're gonna start like we always do with the games that Fez think are faulty, the results just aren't accurate. Or maybe the same the team should have won, but they shouldn't have won by as much or whatever. How many of those games do you have for Four. me? Four. Let's start with the number one game.
1: Baltimore. Pittsburgh. Okay. Baltimore destroyed Pittsburgh. I watched the well, entire first, first game. First of all, let's
0: get something straight. Baltimore lost to Pittsburgh.
1: Irrelevant. They crushed That's them. That's irrelevant? Irrelevant to the, to the exercise. To the, people, to the people that bet the game? It is truly... <laughs> Not only did Baltimore win the stats, mm-hmm. but... There was two touchdown passes that you would have caught that Baltimore receivers well, first, dropped. Oh, I,
0: I don't drop passes, but go ahead. well, there
1: you go. Tight ends always open, always catches the ball. Uh-huh. Yes, um, but even with those drop passes, if if you looked at the bottom line, I'm sure you've got you've got your numbers in front of you. I would find it hard to believe that any model wouldn't have said Baltimore should have not just won, but they should have covered the four and a half. And there was every opportunity. Like I said, if they catch those passes, this was this should have been like a twenty-seven to ten Baltimore win if those passes get caught.
0: Okay, so here's the time we got to get past the bravado, past the, oh, I'm going to take a strong position on this. I'll seem strong. And let me ask you, in the last 20 games, I'm just throwing that number out, has Baltimore won more games they should have lost or lost more games they should have won? Oh, they always underperform. Okay. So when you say, oh, now... Especially the fourth quarter. Same question for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh wins more than they should. They win when, when they're an underdog. Yeah, okay. And they're not really big favorites anymore. It's not like the old yeah. days. So, my question is
1: is it that unexpected? Yeah, but I go back to those two passes. These guys are wide open. Pittsburgh has nothing to do with it. But
0: but in a to some degree, maybe it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that the teams know because what is it now? 7 straight games
1: the underdogs covered in this? Yeah, I could see that the quarterback throwing poorly with a wide-open receiver because he's worried that he's about to get decapitated by Watt. Mm-hmm. But when the throw is there, I mean, I, I could see blaming it, you know, on Jackson, you know, past history and troubles. But I can't explain how – it's not like these receivers are like, oh, we're playing Pittsburgh. I'm going to drop the ball. I mean, it's strange. This is
0: fascinating. I'm R.J. Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is The fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas and they got a water bottle and they got like a celery chopped up. And let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know, AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1, and all of a sudden, you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that, that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2. And five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. That's drinkag1.com slash rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know Why? is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against with pick six? You're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download Drive Kings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. I'm just looking at these numbers for the first time. So this is the prediction or, or projections on how the game should have went. All right? Kevin Cole has Baltimore winning by one and a half points, which is a coin flip. Um, the or the pregame um, EPA adjuster says two-point win for Baltimore, actually 1.6. We were right online. And then PFF, the noise canceller, said, Pittsburgh by nine. Is that right, McKenzie? Yeah. What was the rationale there? I'll have to look into it more yeah, closely. Look into it. And then if you look at our stats projections, which we don't take out things that we think are luck. We're saying if the, how many yards typically leads to how many points? Well, we look at the yards. We also say what yard per play number leads to how many points? We do that. We also say what's an interception worth? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No BS, no trying to say, oh, it was on his fingertips. We have a projected Pittsburgh winning the game by—well, um, in gar- there was garbage time in this game. That's kind of funny. Um, Pittsburgh by three without garbage time or uh, with garbage time and Pittsburgh by five if you don't count garbage time. So, Fez, what's going on? You're not factoring— well, the turnovers are big, right? Well,
1: yes, absolutely. Although Baltimore- so, but you don't want to count those either. <laughs> there was a blocked punt— you know okay. which which i don't think which which was two points and the ball to Pittsburgh so but that, but
0: that that is good play it might not be repeatable but isn't that good play it's random
1: noise it's special teams so that guy shouldn't even have rushed uh <laughs> It was. I mean, the world's the same, baby. To, to be fair, every time I see a block punt, I'm like, if he didn't block it, he'd rough the punter. But this was a case where he took it right off the guy's foot, so it was. That's how they're you know, taught in Steeler of There you go. So it, it 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 was well played. I mean, I, I, I ultimately, I don't think anyone else is putting the numbers. This is the one game I watched. I focused on it, and it was just like I couldn't. Be- I mean, these weren't drop passes. These were drop drop touchdown passes. I mean, literally, they cost Baltimore two touchdowns.
0: Okay, now this is fascinating. For the first time, and I like this. McKenzie has the breakdown of all of the elements of our recalculation, mm. okay? So if you look on page uh, three, I think, Fez, of your handout, it's the one that's in black and white. No, it's page two. Okay. So if we look down here, we see that if we just look at yards per play, Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore would have won by uh, a net point nine. it says, .9 points, Okay. All right, so Mackenzie, on this one, since the points generated here are like 11 or 12, do we typically want to like three times this? Because it's got the weight. We, the weight of it is what in this case? Yards per play. I'm, I'm not sure how to phrase it all.
2: It all adds up to being one, right? One, yeah. Okay, so what
0: fraction of one is p- yards per play? Take a minute and look at that. Yep. And then. And because I'll be interested to see what we multiply these by, but it's saying it's going to be right around three or four. So it's going to it's saying Baltimore should have won by about three points, and then the points um, from yards, just pure yardage, Baltimore would have won by about five points. Okay, so that makes sense so far, right? And points from first downs, Baltimore would have won by about two points. So again, the stats so far, it's not domination, but they're there. But turnovers. Pittsburgh by eight points, and and that's a certain weight. And um, sack yards, we take into account, it was even. And then we take into account uh, kick and block returned. Points from kicking and blocked punts and stuff, nothing there. So there was an interesting point in the game where Harbaugh went for it, even though they were so good defensively up to that point and they didn't get it. I mean, do you feel like these models don't take into account the futility of offenses sometimes on the
1: other side and that all you got to do is give them a long field and it's going to be hard for them to score? Yes. the All things being equal, when the live total is, what, 28 versus 48, then it's more likely to be correct just to play the field position game and to punt and mm-hmm. et cetera. A- absolutely. And that's why the block punt turned the game in many ways, because it was 10-3, then it was 10-5. And Pittsburgh, That's a good score for Pittsburgh. Baltimore. Pittsburgh gets a short field. They get another field goal. You know what's interesting about this game, despite— and I'm sure that the, the, the fourth-quarter win percentage was close to 50-50. But, like, it's, it's 10-8, and Baltimore has the ball in the Pittsburgh— We're not talking baseball playoffs right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, and Baltimore has the ball in the Pittsburgh 5. All right? They're in the red zone. There's, like, two minutes to play— I'm still trying to figure out how the heck they could lose by seven when they're up two in the red zone. I mean, late, late, late in the game. Just
0: fortitude, man. Intestinal <laughs> fortitude. So, Pittsburgh had a 49% chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. So, they picked up a half a win of luck um, because of that. And that's really, it looks like the only game. Every other game was so close, and the only difference was Houston-Atlanta. Houston had a 30% chance.
1: Sure. So, I mean, we can have a conversation. Should Baltimore have won by five or should it have been a 50-50 game? I mean, either one I, I'm fine with, mm-hmm. basically.
0: Because it does seem like if we're looking at just that. And the last way to look at this is line of scrimmage, because that's when it's saying we're taking away turnovers. We're just saying you snap mm-hmm. the ball, and how much, how well can you do? And in that case, okay, this is fascinating. In that case, Baltimore did worse than Pittsburgh. Wow. So Baltimore was minus 2.2 points, and Pittsburgh was minus 0.8. And then Baltimore lost 19 points on turnovers. Wow. Huh. That's fascinating. And then uh, projected margin was 7. Okay. Okay. Huh. So, um, McKenzie, how would the projected margin be 7 did Pittsburgh win by seven? They did. Oh, Okay, but that was a nice. They you should have had them on the alternative line. I mean,
1: they're they're trailing. I go back to they're trailing by two. Pittsburgh is and Baltimore's about to score a touchdown. It's first and goal on the five yard line, and there's like three minutes to play in the game.
0: Now, but let me ask you a question. Do you, we'll move on, but do you really want to be on the side of being anti pit Like last year, you got a lot of heat.
1: Well, well no, for no, saying
0: Steelers were like the 29th best. To
1: be game. fair, I I picked Pittsburgh. So I was on Pittsburgh. So yeah. so so here I'm. I'm talking about how Baltimore should have covered, despite me picking Pittsburgh. I think on that's Wednesday pretty strong. You were
0: saying how bad Pittsburgh is. Oh, they're horrible. Exactly. So where do you what? have
1: them ranked in your Power rank? Oh goodness. Um, remember last year? Now, hold on. Remember 25th. last. Twenty fifth. Who dog? And, and you know, it's interesting because I've got my buddy Ruben. And Ruben has them as a day. He says, Where you got Pittsburgh? You got him as an average team? And I'm like, no, I got him three points worse than three and a half points worse than an average. And he's like, no. He's like, that's completely wrong. So I made him three points worse. Okay. Um, I will say this about Pittsburgh. There's one change I've noticed. All right. Mm-hmm. So Najee Harris, you know, I don't know. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of tread he, he on the gr- tires. He he's in year three. He grinds out. The yards. Yes. So your backup running back Warren mm-hmm. is a bet on guy. Like every week, he's getting more utilage. So he uh, went over for rush yards utilize? and for past um, utilization. I, I is that a know. word? I don't know. What is the word? It's usage. Know. I think they
0: say yeah. The, the, his usage
1: is up. Oh no, no doubt. But yeah. I, I, is utilage not not a word at all? I think I, utilization. I think you're right the second time. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. another language. So maybe it's Czech <laughs> or something. Um, but but Warren's I, Warren is—maybe he couldn't handle the bell cow runs, but when, on any given run, or, or certainly pass, he's the better pass catcher. So look for Warren's role to cont- continue to increase. This is and great. they're better with him.
0: This is great. McKenzie's still a little sick. I mean, I don't know how. It's been a long time. But he's still a little sick, and he you know guided it out. But I, he had to take two images and eliminate the middle part of an image— and he made one like 10% bigger. So, <laughs> like, when you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that now, Kenzie? Yeah. <laughs> Can you reprint that? Yeah. All right. Um, I got a little new info for us, fellas. Okay. All right. So, I'm a big fan of, of series, as they call it, success, which is every set of downs mm-hmm. is a, a series of downs. And the question is, like, how well, How many times do you do something positive from that set of downs, which is either a first down or a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Even a field goal they consider to be not positive for that series of downs.
1: That'd be a failure because you're stuck Because you didn't get a first. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Unless there's two minutes to play and you're down two.
0: <laughs> and that's, a, that's where you got to have some nuance. <laughs> so if you look at it, you can look at how you've done – offensively per series of downs, how you've done defensively. Now, what I did was weighted at 60-40 to the offense, came mm-hmm. up with the margin or the uh, the blend. So we got some interesting numbers. Pittsburgh, and i only mention them when they're, like, extreme. Pittsburgh Steelers, okay, on uh, – let me see here. On offense – Oh, it's going to be bad. Is ranked number 32. Number 32. Is that good? So they actually convert – uh, about 12% less than the average team in any given series. So one out of like eight series is worse than the average team. So like the number one team on offense, the number one team. Miami.
1: Is, is the 49ers. Oh, yeah, because Miami has probably more big plays, yeah.
0: Yeah, the the 49ers. And the 49ers are 11.5 percentage points better so Steelers and 49ers are about 20, like one out of five drives, the 49ers get a first, the Pittsburgh doesn't. Yeah. And this really corresponds to uh, points very closely. But then if you blend Pittsburgh in with their defense, right, which is ranked eighth, you're thinking, well, God, they're
1: pretty good, right? 25th. No, they're still 32nd. Wow. With 60-40, yeah. Because they're like a real outlier. Their offense is so poor.
0: Well, not even that. But 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 the like the Patriots – are 11.2. Well, I guess the Patriots are pretty high on D2. But yeah, it's just 60-40 and it leans mm-hmm. one way. Now here's what's really fascinating. The Cleveland Browns, and we'll, I guess they were on a bye, right? So this will be a time to talk about it. The Cleveland Browns are ranked third in the entire league blended. But they're actually 29th in offense.
1: Yeah, because they had the their D is so good. Because yeah, they're and even with only a forty percent, that's what's the remarkable thing. But they were like, I believe they had the best EPA defense in the history of the NFL through four weeks. It's uh, right, at least in this series yeah. of downs, they give up twenty
0: two percent less. Mm. So literally, the difference between the forty ers and the Steelers on offense was about 22 points. Mm-hmm. The difference between an average team and the Browns is 22 on Interesting. D. So it's great like literally, they're at 40 some, 49 or 48 percent, that half of, the, half of the series of downs against the Browns either are three and out or there's a turnover. So there's
1: no chance Pittsburgh could possibly score against the Cleveland defense.
0: Pittsburgh Mike Tomlin can transcend the numbers. Mm. The numbers limit you, but they don't limit mm. Tomlin. The Steelers, by the way, number one in the AFC North right now, leading the AFC North. No big
1: deal. Tied for first.
0: They lead- they're, they're They got the tiebreakers right now. All right. Right? Yes. I think so. I think yeah. so. All right. So let's look at Pittsburgh real quick here, what their win total is. So they've got three wins in the books. They have an eight and a half win total. So they're saying five. And what do they got? 13 games left? So five and eight is what they're predicting to end the season. Six and... What, can that be? Can
1: that? That just seems yeah that's they, crazy. Yeah.
0: So does that seem right? Five and eight? Because if they're as bad as you say, they should be worse than five and eight. Why don't you bet against them? Wait a minute.
1: They're going to be five and seven. Yeah, they
0: got twelve games left. That's right. There's only twelve. But, oh, I was thinking eighteen weeks. Okay, so five and seven. So
1: all right. So what do you think? So if they go five and seven, they go under. So they're projected to go five, six, and one.
0: So they have eight, the eight and a half right now, right? And yeah, they so have three wins. So there's five and a half wins is the over-under. Yeah, I'd okay. play under. Okay. But you're not going to. This is a hypothetical.
1: I could go under. Now, but, I could go under.
0: Now, by the way, the strength of schedule going forward, I have that for us. Pittsburgh actually has uh, the 22nd strength of schedule, so oh, not so bad. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. Next game in the, oh, my God, this was a horror. Well, first of all, what do you do with the Ravens? Where's the Ravens at? Oh, uh, power ratings wise, compared to the start of the season. So I lowered the Ravens
1: by half. But start of the season, uh, I got them one half a point better. Okay, really? They should have because a lot of if injuries. They win. They're four and one. But are the injuries they... concern me. There's no doubt. But it I can't get like... past that Cleveland blowout win. That was so you know so so just dis- I know it was it was the kid from UCLA DTR at quarterback. But still, I mean, it was a nice one.
0: All right, and um, so a little okay. And are you optimistic about like
1: Lamar and the offense? Yes. Okay. All right, and here's why. When's it going to happen? Here's because I like the fact that they're just saying, "Yeah, screw. It. We're just going to go back to what used to work." Really? Yeah, well, Lamar Jackson's running the ball, and it's very hard to stop, you know. And so they're not trying he's not they're not just trying to keep him in the pocket and unsuccessfully throw, and when he does but the throw The whole
0: off-season was about how brilliant they were to finally transition. Well, that's that's
1: bullshit now. <laughs> now they're going back to what works.
0: All right. And um OBJ was that a good signing from the, the most brilliant organization in sports? Doesn't matter. The
1: Fifteen million. They for... got five wide. It's stupid because they don't need them. They got they got five capable receivers. So Lamar doesn't have any excuses now. He has no excuses right. other but, than the fact that no one can catch.
0: But then, how capable are the receivers? Mark
1: Andrews catches. Maybe just throw it to that. To but, that they, big but he dirt. had
0: him the last three years.
1: Yeah, and that's why they, they. And that's why they're they're good is when they're healthy because he is very good when they're healthy. He was okay. the only guy they had to throw to for a while.
0: It'd be nice if I, in my job if it could be like, yeah, you know, he had his birthday last month. You know, he his haircut appointment got canceled. Like there could always be an excuse. I dyed my hair. I
1: think it seeped in. It seeped, it the seeped in your
0: brain. Yeah, see those kind of excuses. Yes. Um. all right next game and you're like
1: this can't be the case but it is all right let's go carolina detroit Uh, oh really a little phony I, I get it. Detroit blew them up. I think Detroit should have won the game by, like, 10, and they won by 18. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, it looks like they just Detroit, Detroit just smashed them, and Carolina just gave the game away.
0: Let me guess, because for some reason you want to think this, that Detroit, you didn't upgrade. You just made it flat, even though with a huge cover.
1: Uh, I think I bounced them up a half. Yeah, I, 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 I raised them a half a point. But yeah. I thought it was more about Carolina just playing poorly, turning the ball over.
0: Now, when it comes to stats— it seems like you are important. You consider them important sometimes. We have the stats Detroit winning by 22.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. What about the line of scrimmage?
0: Line of scrimmage? All right. What I would do? have
1: thought you'd have them win by 10. All
0: right. Detroit in the line of scrimmage actually only won by. Now remember, the line of scrimmage is going to be less than you'd think because it's taken out a lot of stuff, but they win by five points or so in the line of scrimmage. Hmm. Uh, okay. And the turnovers for Carolina were almost 17 points of turnovers. So that was the main driver. Um, yeah, so if we look at Kevin Cole and those guys, Carolina, uh, yeah, they line up with you more, fast. Seven points or so. Kevin Cole, uh, our pregame says 10. And the PFF noise canceler says 18. Okay. But Detroit ended up having... Their best receiver. St. Brown, right? Uh, who last year, it was the on-off splits were outrageous. Exactly. And their new running back was out. Gibbs, yeah. So to go in and win a professional game like that handily, there was no point they were losing that game.
1: I think these are really good points. That if these dudes come back, then take this all with a grain of salt. But if they stay out another week, then all of a sudden, look, I would say look to play against Detroit.
0: But I'm saying the maturity and depth of this Detroit team – the fact that they can, it's either Carolina is that bad. Which is possible. Or they can come in and play, you know, the 28th best team, but dominate
1: them even with some key players out. You know, one thing I'll say about dominating Carolina, the fact that Carolina is winless, it does seem like you get a good, honest effort from winless teams more often than not.
0: Especially once you get to week like five, six, seven. Because yeah. when you become one of the last ones, it, it becomes a point of contention. And they are indeed the last one. And when you ha- and let's be candid, you've got a owner who is used to winning mm-hmm. meaning in life he's a billionaire he's a hedge fund guy and this has been a this has been a disaster this has been a disaster for carolina for you i mean you think of some of their decisions it makes no sense You know, all the way from Baker, or not Baker, well, Baker didn't make sense Well, I don't know. I think Baker kind of made sense. Sam Darnold Well, they're going to
1: have the worst record, and they're not going to get the draft pick. I I know. That's really bad. That can never happen.
0: Which is why you think a team like Houston, I was more optimistic about than maybe it seemed like I should be because I think they know their own team. Are they trading next year's number one if they think they're going to be really bad? But, again, Carolina used the same rationale. But, see, Temper being a winner, that made them maybe impatient. Because they, mm-hmm. they've made a lot of impatient moves. Mm-hmm. Like Sam Darnell was a shortcut. This was a shortcut. You know, getting the number one pick because they gave up a ton. Okay, real quick, just get the lions here. We got the Lions ranked one, two, three, four, five. Number six in the league right now on, on the drive stats. So what do you where do you have the Lions? I have the Lions number seven. Okay, okay. So let, let's look at the drive stats, and you can tell me how it compares to you. 49ers. One. Bills. Uh, four. Yeah, we don't. our drive stats don't let wins and losses dictate to us. Mm. Browns. Uh, Cleveland, nine. All right.
1: Dolphins. Three. Chiefs. Two. Lions. Lions seven, seven. seven, yeah. Right. Cowboys. Cowboys are six. Uh-huh. Ravens.
0: Baltimore's eight. And now here's the team. And if you don't mind, let's jump to this team next the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles five. All right. So the Eagles, we got, like we said, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. A lot of people are saying number two. I'm hearing a lot of people say it's the 49ers and it's the Eagles. How do you look at the eagles? let's look at look at this game
1: next. the uh, I think arguably one of their more impressive games of the year remember I think the, they're most impressive, yeah, they eagles the Eagles have been king at meeting expectations. It all started opening day. remember when they beat the Vikings by six and mm-hmm. they beat New England by five. You know they're basically you know within one point of the number, week after week. Well, the Vikings wasn't the opening day uh was. that was Thursday night, wasn't it? the Vikings that was week well, it was week one uh-uh. week one uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. I bet it wasn't. It was week two Thursday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, what well, was New England week one? No. Yes, yes it was. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm You're right. Sorry. Yeah. But it was Thursday. It was like an yeah. extended week yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played
0: their second game of week yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Thursday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um the uh Part two. Uh, the, the you know the uh, I watched this game and, uh-huh. and it sure felt like the um, the Rams played pretty well in this game and the Eagles still just pulled away. The Eagles were just better. You know what's most was, was possible? So the Eagles were just better? The That's Eagles were the- just better. You know what's most impressive about this is at the end of the first half, the Eagles, like, remember the win- when Kansas City had like 13 seconds against Buffalo and went down and scored? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. So the Eagles had like I don't know. It was like 35 seconds at the end of the first half, and they just went down the field. They didn't score a field goal. They scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that, that is like you think so about it was the, like a horse collar tackle, and yeah, Brown had a big. Yeah. I mean, that was like. So I think about Hertz and like what makes the Eagles so impressive is they always convert fourth and ones, you know. And so they um, they're they're a little bit better than you think they are in the stats because of their fourth down. Conversions. And, and that's
0: what I want to get into, which is. Are the stats going to be as telling for this Philly team as they are for teams typically? So just looking at this game, are all stats, uh, recalculation says eight-point win for Philly. Kevin Cole says eight-point. The other pregame EPA model says seven. It's all in the same range. PFF says 12. So they won the game clean. But they're ninth when it comes to drives. Does that tell us that they—because what I've seen is they sit on the ball in the second half. They yeah. have these nine-minute drives.
1: And they did that last year, remember? They'd have all these 24 nothing first-half yeah. yeah. leads. That, but that then was then then more they would let them, the, the other
0: team come back. This yeah. is like they dominate the second half with physicality.
1: Like they had, had a, what, a nine-minute drive in this yeah. game, right? In the, in the third quarter. At court. the end, third quarter. And, and the game was trending over, and that killed—absolutely, Just you blink, But that's the third what third I've been telling you,
0: that Philly under in the second half, I think when they have a lead, is going to be—it's like Alabama three years ago.
1: And and here's an example of a team that can beat you multiple ways. So they can score in 35, a touchdown in 35 seconds, or they can shoot two, eight minutes off the clock. And I, and I got to say, too, like, so the average NFL team, the, the half end, it's fourth, and there's a penalty. So there's two seconds left. They got the ball in the one yard mm-hmm. line. And so that's worth, on average, four points to an NFL team. They make it, I would say, From maybe, the one yard line? Eh, it's maybe better than that. Maybe four and a half points. All right. First down? Well, there's two seconds left to Oh, one two play. seconds left. Okay, okay, okay. So maybe maybe four point three points that they'll, right. they'll make four point three out of seven. The Eagles, literally, I think it's it's like worth six at least six with that tush push, which is what they ran. And you know, the, frankly, they would have gotten two yards on that on that play.
0: So they had Philly in the game had sixty three percent of the time, thirty seven almost thirty eight minutes on the tush push. If I'm not mistaken, they actually did it on third and fourth down. It was like third and four. In a given spot, they did it once and they mm. did it again. Now at that point, it's almost like a video game that has a glitch.
1: It's I don't know why if they if they really needed it and they had third and three, there's no reason not to run it twice because it's just totally unstoppable. Well, that's what they're doing. They're and so good at it.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you a question: Is are you seeing in the halftime lines or the in game lines that Philly slowing down a lot? Is built in at this point? Or no. Do you think there's value there? There's value. Okay.
1: Uh, Mackenzie- and this was a game, frankly, that was. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. Uh, This was the the, the betters pounded the over because it opened forty seven and closed fifty and a half. So this, mm-hmm. and there was really no take back at post. So they the betters the Rams are dead not over team you know with cup back. So I, I think maybe they were, maybe they were betting the Rams over, and that's something to look at for the Rams going forward.
0: Now the Rams were the I mean it's not just cuz I had them on the Super contest but the, I mean the sharp play was the Rams in this game.
1: It, this was my, the veto play I had that went down and mm-hmm. like literally everyone I spoke to said you know Rams are the right side they weren't the right side. I watched the, I watched the whole game and mm-hmm. they the Eagles were I know they got that fluke touchdown at the end of the first half but they were the better team. Yeah.
0: The kind of analysis I mean the more I see the sharp action come out what you have oftentimes is it seems like really good stats guys The no-wanted teams over or underrated. And they're willing to bet beyond what humans... Like, no human on earth looked at that Minnesota KC line and thought, value Minnesota.
1: Not at the close. Yeah.
0: Because... But the numbers clearly said Minnesota. Sure. And, And these syndicate groups aren't afraid to bet. They're not thinking about what you're gut feel handicap is. They've got the numbers and they trust them, right? So that's one kind of better. But the other kind, I think, is the inside information better. The one that knows hey, this guy's playing, even though they say he's not, right? Yep. Those
1: those you can't buck that. They know something you don't, and it's all right. But really— Bur- the- Burrow of the Bengals. So I, th- I think there was information out there that Burrow was markedly improved, and we don't know if that's a smokescreen or not, you know, when we're trying to figure it out as a better—
0: But I think. Oh, you mean the stuff that came out? Well, if he was markedly improved, the line shouldn't have closed at three and minus 120. It should have closed at like seven or eight. Well, year
1: to date, Arizona's been the better season. Because the the assumption is
0: Burrow, I mean, wasn't that the whole debate in that game? Is if it's this season, the line should be Arizona favored by one or two. Yes.
1: And if it's. Oh, by four or five. And if it's the
0: whole. If it's the priors. Then Then the the Bengals have to be favored favored by like six or seven. Exactly.
1: Very difficult game.
0: So if they knew he was that healthy, the line wouldn't have closed at three minus 20. Right. It would have closed at
1: five. Right. I think. Well, but the stat stat geeks are betting Arizona. right? So it's, it's like a war between the stat geeks and what they've seen so far and the people who might have had the inside information. Now, what
0: side are you on in that?
1: I flipped. I was on Arizona early in the week. I said, I really like Arizona. And then by Friday night, I was like, you know, I was reading the tea, the tea leaves and it was like and, – and, and hearing thoughts about, you know, that Burrow's – I heard Burrow was, was having his best week of practice. And mm-hmm. like, I thought this could be bullshit. But then when I see the market When do they ever
0: it, say a bad week when a guy's injured? Like um, he's, he's struggling, um, man. Seems
1: like Sam Darnold had a lot of bad weeks.
0: <laughs> well, not with health. Oh, he did have that mono that extended a long period of time. Listen, all Fez can do, all anyone can do, all I can do is tell you what I think at the moment I'm saying it. So we record this podcast Monday night. We record the Thursday morning pod on Wednesday night. And what you can get and you can guarantee yourself is you're going to get the most honest and forthright opinion an expert opinion from everyone at Pregame.com, Fez included for sure. Now... If you want to get Fez's late thoughts, that's what his you know late releases are about. And, you know, there's, you hear often about the different offerings with that. But you, there's a lot to gain from the free stuff. There's more to gain from the premium stuff. So check it out, pregame.com. Okay. Um, so my last point would be this. Philly might be a team that the stats don't matter as much as we might think. Mackenzie, do me a favor. Let's look at EPA. And I want to do something different. I want to look at the middle 20%, right? So go to that site and, and, and just make it like 60 to four. However, whatever the max amount of garbage time, I think you can only take out four. I can't remember. Take out the max amount, and I want to see how – I bet Philly, when the game is super competitive, I bet they rank super high is my guess. All right, so what do we got going here? So how much are we taking out there? Uh, 30% in either direction. All right, so that means we're leaving the middle 40. Yes. All right, and the offensive stats say that they're 6th. All right, and let's do it for defense. And defense is, oh, they're 12th? Yep. All right. So, I mean, still, that's going to put them, I mean, here's the thing, that sounds bad, but most teams, even the good ones, don't have above average in both. Might might put them 6th or 7th. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess. Uh that's my guess seventh McKenzie, do you mind just uh, doing that I mean, we won't wait, but you wanna throw that in and do an a do a sixty forty average on it, yeah, we do that, and uh they are third, but right. that's but that's not counting the only that's ninety
2: six four filter yeah
0: all right, so they're third ninety six so you mind doing it with and see if my theory's right and see if it's better yeah all right um yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so next game, uh, we jumped to Philly onto your list. You got two more of these. You can't believe it happened, but
1: it did. Um, and this would
0: happen once a century, but four of them this week. Mm-hmm.
1: No, but I mean, it, <laughs> I thought the score was off. So Houston, Atlanta, I do think Atlanta was the right side. Should have won by a, field go- by a touchdown, not by two points. Really? Yes. Okay,
0: that's interesting.
1: Even though they barely won. I you know, know. They needed a last-minute drive. So
0: what's your rationale
1: on that? Uh, I think they had one more turnover. They you yarded. think they had one more turnover? I, I, like I said, I, I printed my notes and my dog ate it. That, that makes I, sense. I think they won by like 100 yards, and they, they clearly had a better statistical team.
0: All right, so our numbers say Houston should have won by four points in the recalculation. Really? Okay. Now, Kevin Cole said Atlanta by seven. The pregame EPA says Atlanta by six, and PFF says Atlanta by twelve. So the actual numbers favored Houston by a little, but the but the stuff that's repeatable, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's the difference between these. It's one thing to say this is what happened on the field. Let's try to remove like red zone because in a way, if you score in the on the from the five or not doesn't mean a ton when it comes to repeatability. But things like interceptions. They matter in the game, but people don't think they matter in mm. as much in repeatability. So really, it must have been that Houston benefited from things that they don't think was repeatable. Um, it's it's interesting. If you look at the actual game, Houston had a 30% chance to win. So of all the teams that lost, they had the second best chance to win
1: yeah. uh, the whole week. And, and I got to tell you, I got to give accolades to Houston's quarterback. So Stroud is playing very well, obviously hasn't thrown an interception, but... Um, uh, Houston trailing by six. There's like four. There's like five minutes to play. Takes them right down the field. Touchdown. Very very impressive with they in a high leveraged um, rough, tough spot on the road moment.
0: Now looking at line of scrimmage, your now your instinct comes out strong. About a 14 point difference pro Atlanta just from the line of scrimmage EPA wise. So actually, if you look at the offensive performance, Atlanta the 10th best of the week. Houston, the 30th best. Mm. So, I mean, it, it was a real disparity. But again, Atlanta lost uh, 11 and a half points in turnovers.
1: So land on the number, but I upgraded Atlanta by okay. half a point.
0: Okay. Now, obviously, Ritter had a uh, one of his best games, if not best game. He was at home. So the narrative and, and the truth is coming out more commonly that, hey, this guy was unbeatable at home. In fact, he hasn't lost yet since high school mm-hmm. at home. But he, on the road, not near as good. Exactly.
1: So we'll keep an eye on that and all things being equal. As long as he's home, we'll look to back Atlanta still.
0: We had over in that game, so that wasn't the right side. Uh,
1: I think it was. Really? Yeah, if you look at the yardage, there's like 800 yards of offense. If you get 800 yards of offense, you should you get— You know,
0: actually, now I'm looking at it. We got unlucky. Our projection says it, sh- it should have scored 62 points.
1: <laughs> what the F? f? How would I lose that, Fez? Red zone. Poor red zone. Lots of field goals. Oh, Three, takes... We
0: still were only like a couple. What were we at, 40, forty, and we yeah. had forty-one and a half. half. Yeah, we lost. Uh, by 20, 20. One more safety is all it would take.
1: <laughs> yeah, Steelers would have gotten it for us.
0: Well, you know, we should. When we get to that, why don't we go real quick to the that, Jets? You
1: know, it's interesting because we went back and forth on how to bet that with lots of different derivatives. But as it turned out, it did, it, well, whatever Atlanta we chose,
0: one at some of those numbers. Now they're twenty-one and a half. Oh no no! I meant Atlanta to win the game.
1: Oh, because that was kind
0: of your first instinct. Yeah, right? but, but but
1: it landed on the number. Basically, two was kind of the widely available number most of the time. Okay, okay. most of the way it fluct- This was a game you really. Sh- if you bet though, you should have won because it fluctuated. It was two and a half to three. It went down to one. And then yeah. back up to Atlanta minus two and a half at post. Yeah, and and it, win by two.
0: it actually moved twice, which yes. is yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it opened up and then it was all Houston money, then it hit Pick'em, right? And, the, and okay. then Okay. Yeah. Um Okay. So we had a lucky win though. So maybe we jump to that if you don't mind. Uh, Jets Denver. So my theory Oh was, no,
1: you 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 your handicap totally decided I do think that's true. It actually. totally decided the the, the outcome. No, are you
0: being sarcastic?
1: Uh, no, no, on the final play, I'm yeah, convinced I, that your handicap is why that's the Jets it. covered.
0: That's exactly what I think. So we ended up playing and we gave it out, right, as uh, the Jets in the fourth quarter. Plus a half. Plus a half. Now, the rationale was typically if a team's losing in the fourth, they do better. But if they're winning, they do worse, right? Well, we figured if the Jets are winning, they're going to keep pouring it on. Mm-hmm. And if they're losing, well, we have the advantages of being down. Well— they ended up being up, but they kicked two field goals in the fourth, right? Instead of a touchdown. Then the other, the, then uh, Denver comes down, scores a touchdown. So it
1: all comes down to the two point conversion.
0: All right. And
1: Denver converts. Convert. So we're going to lose.
0: All right. We're going to lose. Okay. That's right. And then. Denver had the ball back, so they were driving for potentially the game. Uh, what was it? Would have been winning or tied? It would have tied it with They're the field goal.
1: They're down three. Yeah. Okay. They're on their own 40. There's only like 30 seconds now.
0: Still, there's a good chance. You know, at least they probably have there's a, a chance. 20% chance. Yeah,
1: yeah. They need a 25-yard you know, pass yeah. down, though.
0: But instead, there's a fumble. It ru- pops up to the guy on the sidelines like it was God was like directing the ball. The
1: the ball like like there's a fumble, but it's a strip. It's, yeah, ninety it's degrees right across the field, and literally, so there's a player, ru- ru- a Bronco, rushing down the field. With, but there's um, a jet. Uh, there's a there's a jet rushing down the field. There's a bronco right behind him, and obviously you fall on the ball. No, no, I disagree. The ball bounced up, and it was just. Sitting but there. once you recover, you win the game. All right, yeah. and and he's so but close. That's not to how his,
0: humans think.
1: But he's so close to the sideline. If he muffs it in any way. The ball's going to go out of bounds. It's going to be Denver's ball. So you cradle that sucker in and win the game. Mm-hmm. No, he, he he catches that ball in stride. It was
0: like the most athletic play you're ever. You know, it's like what you dream that you would do in that situation, right? It was. Just I mean, smooth, it was a thing it was of
1: smooth it, as silk. It was like Usain Bolt <laughs> picking up a beanbag and but, going.
0: But here was the interesting part when he got down to like the five. He started veering left.
1: Something in his mind. Said,
0: maybe I should go down. But,
1: but, but you know what is interesting is it almost seemed to me... And this goes back to your handicap where they wanted to bury this team. Uh-huh. It never appeared like he thought about going down. It just something in his head said, only run a few seconds off the clock.
0: But no, I think he was, th- he kind of looked over his shoulder like, should
1: I maybe go down he, here? But he didn't stop. He did the I, 90 degree turn and started but going. But then I think his instinct of saying, fuck, horizontal. fuck Sean Payton. And he exactly. just went. And he goes.
0: So ultimately, the handicap won it for us.
1: Yes. And you know, what's interesting. And I talked about the bad chemistry in Denver. And so after the play, Russell Wilson got chewed out by the coach. So Sean Payton screaming I thought, at him.
0: I got to be honest. I I think Payton's gone overboard with and, this guy. and, and, and I hardly ever say. And see I'm
1: that. like the quarterback. What the? I'd be like, what the f? I mean, there's 30 seconds left. It's it's hero time. You want me to just you know throw the ball away? We yeah. got to try. I, I'm trying to make a oh, play. Here it is. Here it is. I'm, oh, he yeah, put yeah, it on. Show show the whole play though. But no one
0: else can see him. Fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, but what we'll, you'll describe it. Because my, 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 my point is is like 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 if you are the does this look like a quarterback that's not trying? Is that a play that he's worth getting know what, screamed at?
0: Here's the thing. I'm not sure where you grew up that trying was all that mattered. But Russell Wilson's. He's getting run, paid
1: forty million dollars. But he's running for his life trying to make a play with there's thirty six. No,
0: he's waddling.
1: He's he's going as fast as he can. I mean, uh, come on! That's look, un- look, at, look at that play again. That's unbelievable. I mean, the game's on the line. Why wouldn't you just cradle that no, sucker I actually, in?
0: Because he's an athlete, dude. He's a, he, he That's like him waking up in the morning, picking that ball. Well, up the it.
1: Bronco behind him isn't because he should have been able to <laughs> to just. Wait, it's die. a quarterback. For, yeah. No, not the quarterback. The um, the receiver behind oh, him. Just on. like those like,
0: receivers don't catch anyone. Yeah. But let's just call it a
1: winner. That's there all you we go. gotta say. There you go. Did you
0: play this fourth quarter? Yeah, of course. All right. All yeah. Right. You kept saying you. I'm like, boy, I, if I give you one of no, my. No, I got down
1: i got i got down, I, got down. I, I i this is one of those cases where i sent it out to like like I, I, i'm i like i need some help on this one because it, 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 vegas i tell you the, vegas is not the come sports game betting day, capital come, of the game, world.
0: come game day you can't get down on a fourth quarter in
1: vegas i couldn't the night before yeah yeah, yeah. not I, at this not at that number you yeah, know yeah
0: well all right so let's talk about the rest of the game so how did you see other than the last play and all that how did you see the game go
1: uh, I thought the Jets were clear with the right side, so I, I thought the jets should have won by seven.
0: Now Mackenzie actually, did you have what was your week in uh, the super contest? Three and two. So he's been hot. So what's your record so far? 17 and seven and one. He's got that one figured out. Oh, that's good. So
1: I was fi- a hard week too.
0: I know I, and I told him I said, listen, for whatever it's worth, you know you're doing your thing so like we're not giving him stuff and saying play this. He's doing it all himself, but I said, "Listen, I'll send you my stuff a little earlier in case you want to contemplate it or you know use it because good information." And um, he 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 was like, "I'm I'm on Denver," and of all his other plays, I would have said, eh, "But I said, well, what are you thinking about about the motivation?" And we went back and forth. Well, listen, he's killing it. So, but he didn't think it would mean anything. It seems to me it meant a lot.
1: I, oh, I, I completely agree. Just looking at the sidelines, I mean, how yeah. often have you ever seen an assistant coach get mobbed and be like a, he just and, won and the be Super a cap- And be
0: a captain, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Sala said something about be humble in, in Sean Payton's ear or something.
1: You know, it's interesting. The math geeks don't care about any of this stuff. It's like the money just put, dude, kept... Uh, there, a three popped up on this game, three minus 20. But okay. it's nevertheless, Jets, so three 2. minus 20. Yeah, clearly. See, I think the
0: the... the the score, Here's the reason they scorn anything but numbers, because they don't understand Stand anything it. but right. numbers. Right,
1: so they try to incorporate these, these these touchy-feely parameters. They can't quantify them oh, or you program you mean human,
0: human emotions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what the whole world is driven on. Yep. Right. Think about things like Hitler and things like all the wars that were fought because of a woman's face, Helena Troy, or even because of a slight... You know, Trump apparently became or ran for president so hard because of what Obama did at the correspondence dinner, made fun of him. What I mean, these human beings are driven by emotions. The,
1: the irony is, I won't get into the politics, but the whole Israeli um, war that's going on right yeah, now, it's, yeah. just, it, it, it's just insane that in this day and age, you know, we talk about like what Hitler did. And now you get got just civilians being dragged out of their houses and stuff. I mean, it's truly just tragic.
0: Well, it, it, it's true. I mean, I think you're right in that if you don't – here's what I think. It's hard to have a strong opinion about that at the most nuanced level unless you live there just because it's so complicated because there's... Listen, obviously my instinct is to say the people, you know, innocence or seeming innocence getting killed, that's horrible. I think almost everyone can agree with that. The question becomes what really is... Because I know some people, I don't know them personally, but on Twitter there's some really smart people they seem to be not so much in what you're saying. And I don't know enough to know, you know? So I guess what I'm saying is I think, but here's the question, I guess. It's easy to say, well, RJ, you should know that killing is bad. And I would say, yeah, but any war in theory you're fighting because you think it will cause less deaths in the long run of your people. Like when we fought Hitler, it was like we, f- we were killing Germans, Right?
1: That we need to drop two bombs on the Japanese. Well, we would did. One,
0: would one have done it? Well, I mean, the story behind that is, is that we dropped the first one. We told them before we dropped the first one we got a weapon that's going to destroy a city. You should surrender. Now, it makes sense that they didn't believe us, right? Because in a way, anyone could say that, right?
1: You know, the odd thing, I I agree, but the odd thing is the war was already lost for Japan. I mean, do you—
0: Remember, they had, like, a king or whatever who was—who thought the war—they still didn't—they thought they were—it was like a a cognitive dissonance. Germany
1: had already surrendered. It was The war was over.
0: Well, the war was over for Germany. You know, Japan was—listen, they they were tough. I mean, listen, they were— I would say beyond tough, they were vicious, you know, especially the prisoners of war, they said, was sure. by far worse there. But either way, the 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 weird thing about it was we dropped the first one. It destroyed the city. But because back then there wasn't cameras, there wasn't communication, it was like, oh, that's just a rumor. That city's still there. And then we, we dropped, I think it was like two days later, we waited to drop the second mm-hmm. one. So mm. I don't know. But there's a lot of people in the Truman administration, which obviously didn't make that Truman did make that decision. Was, yeah, I think sure. he did. Well, cause FDR was dead at that point. Yeah. Okay. Is that Mackenzie, look up, how long after Truman took the oath did he make that decision? That's interesting. Um, but there was people like if you watch the HBO movie about Truman, which has been about 15 years ago, but it was really good. Um, there was people in his administration that felt like he he made a huge mistake dropping that bomb and that that um that, you know, it kind of changed the world. It became okay to drop a nuclear bomb because we did was what the people thought in the Truman administration. But.
2: I guess, so we took over in April. The bombs were dropped in August. Okay. So like a little less than six months. Yeah. Okay. Um, and how many days was between the
0: two bombs? Three days. Mm-hmm. Three days. Imagine, imagine if a bomb like that was dropped. Today. I mean, I guess we wouldn't have the on the scenes reporting if it was all just a wasteland. But it's like, wow. Nothing can, I mean, like things can happen, like even injuries, like so-and-so's out and it's like, it takes 20 seconds for everyone to know if they have a phone, right? Yes. Three days later, they didn't believe that a city got wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, the, the victors write the history. We know that Uh, George Washington would have been Benedict Arnold if we lost in the in the Revolutionary War, right?
1: Imagine if the Native Americans have been backed up by like Star Trek, like aliens. Is that what it would have taken? Pretty much. <laughs> and, and um,
0: but here's what I know: my grandfather, uh, you know, fought in the war. He uh, actually was in the third day of the Normandy invasion, and uh, he was the, he got home, and they're like, "You got a month, and we're heading. You have to head back to Japan." So, like, all those fighters that won Europe were going to go back. And I don't think there was much appetite for that in the country at that point. And, again, it's not saying that should be the decision. That's why being a president is so difficult, Mm -hmm. trying to decide all of those things. Just like what I consider to be one of the greatest movies. Some people think it's a little fluffy, but I think if you dig deeper, I think Saving Private Ryan is such a great movie. Because it really does balance... The individual, the small family versus the country, and how mm-hmm. sometimes even the country has to acknowledge the the loss of a you know a small you know a family like that. You've seen that, haven't you? Yeah, that's a great movie, Mackenzie. You see that? I haven't. Oh, that's a good one. Put down your your Trotsky and 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 check it out. Maybe on the Fourth of July. It's a good time for it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um. Let's see here. So we finished with that game? Yes.
1: So, uh, so how th- bad is Denver? Denver's bad. Oh, um, that, great insight. <laughs> Denver is the 28th best team I have. All right,
0: 28th best team. That seems a lot higher than most people have them. Well, Carol- some people think they're the worst team. Carolina's worse. I, I know that you're going to go down your list and
1: say. Yeah, I think everyone thinks Carolina, the I Giants, and the Bears are I, worse. I disagree with that. Really? I I, think, well, I said everyone. So you're you're right. <laughs> I, I I think
0: yeah. I, I'm right. No, I think the Bears obviously were perceived to be worse because of the line in mm-hmm. that game. Now it's been the Bears have looked better in that next game than Denver's looked at all. Right. So I mean, are the be- how far off are there Bears in Denver right now?
1: Well, Denver they're not. Uh, Denver is uh, ooh. They're, Rounding error difference. They're virtually yeah. yeah, uh, identical. I mean, it feels identical. like we're getting there, right? The, the fact that Denver was laying two and a half against the Jets. Now, the Jets are not like, like bottom total scum. They're no, not I pond that, scum, and I... Denver was laying two and a half.
0: But uh, you're right. The market thinks differently. I agree with that, actually, now that you say it. But <sighs> I'm— <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm hearing serious people say this is the worst defense in, in
1: recorded history. I mean, like, like how? Like, how, they're giving up seven yards of play. I, you know, I mean, that's just unbelievably bad.
0: Let's look at our um, drive information. And we. Uh, now it's interesting. The, the stack ranking here is pretty much agrees with you. So here's the bottom teams Steelers, number 32. Giants, number 31. Patriots, number 30. Jets. Now, this weights the offense 60%. Then Broncos, so you know. Then Bengals by the stats. Then Cardinals, Bears, Panthers. So Panthers are much higher here. They're actually on offense. This is interesting. They're only they only they're only one point one and point one percent, one point one percent below the conversion rate you'd expect. And on defense, they're actually. Wow, that's interesting. On defense, they're four points where So that's interesting. Carolina's offense is significantly better than their defense. Interesting, which everyone says their D's better.
1: Yeah, but their their offense, they don't have any home run um, possibilities. So they might move the chains. They might have some success, but they they they, they there's there's no um, explosive uh, offense plays that are going to come out of that off that team.
0: Yeah, we got them 19th on offense on on the drive chart, 26th on defense. Mm-hmm. And again, this drive chart's good info. So really, what the drive chart is saying is, I mean, you look at it; it, it it's right in line. Now, now this is fascinating, though. Let's take an aside on strength of schedule. So we got five games for most teams. Okay. Now here is the strength of schedule of the top, let's say, um, ten or so teams. All right. So strength of schedule to date, games played. All right. Mm-hmm. 49ers 31st, Bills 19th, Browns 15th, Dolphins 12th, Chiefs 22nd, Lions 17th, Cowboys 24th, Ravens 27th. Okay. So the average of that's about 20, right? If you look at the bottom teams, their strength of schedule, Pittsburgh 9, Giants 5, Patriots 3, Jets 2. You get the point? There's such a skewing by strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it's so rare like, like So Miami looks super impressive the fact they played an above average strength yes. of schedule and they still got nice, really nice numbers.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then you look at the hardest strength of schedule was the Rams, but we got the Rams ranked like 12. So I mean that that's very impressive. Yeah. Um and then if you look at the bottom the Teams that are really bad, the Broncos had the 30th strength of schedule and they're this bad, and the Bengals had the 20th,
1: but again, that's more injuries. All right, I think I saw Denver had a four and a half for their season win number, so obviously that's how the mighty have fallen. But, but right now, they
0: the Broncos do they have any wins? One, who'd they be? Bears, okay, that's true. That's <laughs> well, wow, that was a close one, yeah, okay. So that means they're going to win, uh, so you're saying four and a half? So they, the question is, do they win four more games? Yes. Okay. You don't have an opinion, though?
1: <sighs> Not with that locker room, I
0: don't think so. That's true. I mean, I I do agree. I think people are soft these days about criticism, but it didn't feel right. I mean, it's one thing to be upset, but it's
1: like he's shouting at I mean, it did seem like a lot. When they beat the Bears, and like I said, I think it was the general manager, gave Sean Payton the game ball, mm-hmm. and he said – I want to let all you guys know, we have every confidence still in your head coach, Sean Payton. I'm like, wait a minute. This is Super Bowl champion coach. Mm-hmm. He's four games in. Why are you giving – what? what You, what? you used to have every confidence still in him? Like, like, translation, that he's lost the locker room already.
0: I, I think you're right. That's a sign
1: of what they think inside. Yep. Yeah. All
0: right. So do you have any more of these big, like, oh, my God
1: games? Um, one more. All right. Uh, just uh, Kansas City, Minnesota. Um, Kansas. Yeah, Kansas City should have won, but not by seven. They should have won by probably four. Should have covered the closing number by a point. Well,
0: what about what, – what did I have in the contest? Four and a half or four? Four.
1: Yeah, so you should have pushed your bet. I
0: think I should have won that bet. Let's see what the
1: numbers say. I'm sure it was pretty – pretty like Kansas City by two to four.
0: All right, so our um, stats say KC by seven. Mm-hmm. Kevin Cole says KC by one, cover. <laughs> Pregame EPA says KC by two, cover. And, oh, look, the PFF noise says Minnesota should have won. There you go. But we have a loss. Mm-hmm. Two and three this week. Ugh. McKenzie, I got to start getting McKenzie's picks. Damn. And he's, he's got the, his best sport
1: coming up, the NBA. When, when's the opening night, McKenzie? October? October October 26th. Oh, it's that late? Okay. Yeah, okay. it's later this year. Yeah. Good, good. God damn. It. I remember when they used to start Halloween night. I always thought that was, like, the perfect time. Yeah, You yeah. know, and before that, no good. So I'm glad they pushed it back a little. All
0: right, so Casey's D still looked mighty good. Sure. I mean, is it safe to say that the team as it's constituted now isn't the best team in the league? But if this D stays is good, and if Mahomes gets the offense, because the, the theory is, is it lack of talent or lack of experience with these receivers? If it's experience, come playoff time, they might be really
1: tough. Well, your man... Rasheed Rice is starting to surge a little bit. There you go. So when did he get that last catch? I I, I thought we lost. I thought I thought we won catches. He had three catches for like twenty five yards and I didn't see another one. But I was kind of like fading in and out of I was yeah. I was taking some drugs on Sunday and I was like
0: We got four. We got I, was a like, oh, winner. I didn't oh, see the fourth one Yeah. yeah. McK- did you bet that McKenzie? I did. Oh. Thirty
2: three yards on 32 and a half. Beautiful thing. Ooh. Oh,
1: you landed thirty three? Yeah.
0: What was it? our number was better wasn't it we at 28 or something?
1: We had 32 and a half. So we
0: I won think, by I half think we yard? Had, I think
1: I can't remember.
0: I, think I tell we, you this, I had a winning day yesterday
1: and I got lucky. Let's just say <laughs> <laughs> well, the receptions he had, we had yeah, home yeah. free on. We had over two and a half reception receptions. So, but yeah, I but that his, was a
0: smaller. But his targets were only one more than his reception. So, what I mean, the whole handicap I heard was he's getting focused on now,
1: and that he's going to get a lot of ball. but, well, but Mahomes isn't going to throw it to someone unless he's open. You yeah, know? but the reason he was been focused on is he's been open. In um, theory, you know what? What I, I'm sure you saw. So Kelsey non contact goes down ankle, yeah, but he comes back just, and plays the rest of the game, right? Yeah, but he was clearly. Gutting it out. So if he's already gutting it out week six, and no, there was, some, I agree. and there were some plays like he was like, I want in, I want in. They're like, you sit down. Like they would not let him play. And then finally with the game on the line, like, okay, get out there.
0: <laughs> I guess he walked out to Andy Reed and says, "My girlfriend said, put me in." Swift. Oh, is that right? Swift. <laughs> Did you know Taylor Swift two weeks ago?
1: No. <laughs> so, you didn't know. No, I, I know her because of the stupid, like, like the credit card commercial. You can meet the Taylor Swift with her pouring the wine in the airport but you lounge. Didn't
0: necessarily know I, who I she was.
1: All I know is "Shake It Off." That's the only. All one. All right, so you knew her. Yeah. You knew her. Okay. Because right. remember, we
0: can't forget this. Back on the old SOV on Fox, we were thinking of having a segment, which once a week we just t- someone who had a birthday that week, we would say the name, and Feds would try to place the name. Right. It's like yeah. it's like the great line in the early Woody Allen movie, "Take the Money and Run." He play. He says, he was faking being a classical musician, and he, and he goes, "The gig was up though when she asked me what I thought of Mozart, and I couldn't place the name." <laughs> 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 but but um, <laughs> that's pretty funny, isn't it? But anyway, Fez, you knew. Oh oh. In the SOVA or SOV, you know, Fox, it was uh, the first one we were going to ask him was Kanye West. Didn't know him. Didn't know who Kanye he, was. Who? he said, Kanye who? He
1: Kanye who? I am the last person in the country that f- knew who Kevin Hart was.
0: Who's that? Exactly.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: All right. So let's go now the rest of the games a little quicker. And uh, let's see. Chicago, Washington, Thursday. I mean, what do we think of field? Like, how much have you upgraded the Bears?
1: Oh, they got a huge upgrade. They – two and a half points. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Mackenzie, can you get me – Fields was awesome for back-to-back
0: games. Can you get me the success rate, please? Because I think this is – I think what's happened here, there's been a handful of big plays – and the success rate is still like in the like high 30s, I thought, this mm. week, which is
1: horrible. You're, you're right about that. Because your success rate stuff is going to sh- shine a bad light on, on fields because that's— Well,
0: re- that's all that's repeatable. I mean, yeah. big plays aren't repeatable. You might have a little more propensity than others. I
1: think but, I think with him it is repeatable. He, that he is well, what's re-
0: happened the first four games or three games of the year? What happened all last year?
1: Well, last year he had lots of explosive runs. Mm. He did. They didn't win many games. That's because he didn't have a wide receiver. So now he's got he's, not, he's got, now he's got a home run wide receiver he can throw a screen pass to he can so run Chicago 60 yards.
0: Washington on a neutral who do you got
1: um, I have Washington by half a point now okay so probably not a good idea to use them in Survivor
0: so t- yeah take out normal success rate or I'm sorry take out normal uh, you know nine six four and then let's see what the success rate we'll look on the season end this week okay so on the season on offense. San Fran's number one. Mackenzie just said, "Get to that game. Get to that game. It was so good. Did McKenzie masturbate? We didn't have to. We don't game. have to
1: go to that game because it's like that wasn't a phony final. They just kicked their butt. No, we have to go they over. Just, no, we don't.
0: I, yeah, we want to go over all the games because there's new ones. This isn't just for you to say, oh, it's a phony final. It's to dig in. So what do we got, McKenzie?
2: Bears on the season are 14th in success rate
0: on offense. Yep. Oh Hard my knowledge. gosh. Well, take a look at last uh, the most recent week. Because that's where I heard the number. I thought the whole year would have been better. Let's see here. Maybe I misheard that. Bears.
2: They were 13th in Week 5. Okay. What was their success rate? 42.9%. All right. And that's offense, right? Yeah, they're playing
1: Denver.
0: Still, I thought that was a lot worse. Okay, I don't know. Maybe. See, here's the thing. Entering the—this is an example of how early—how the sequence of the games matter. At least they shouldn't matter this much, but they matter to people's thinking. Bears were considered to be equal to Green Bay yes, entering the year. And they looked horrible early. You guys laughed at me for having the Bears over Green Bay in the first game. To the point that AJ's like ridicule. Can you imagine that, right? Yeah. And then they look bad and bad three games. And it's like, oh, and now we're thinking they're, they're the num- number one pick. They're going to get the number one pick. But now, if these two games had been the first two games of the year, probably would have upgraded the Bears a little bit. Sure. I mean, because it was a close one against Denver. You know. If anything, the more recent games matter more. Yes. So do you have the Bears pretty much where they were at the start of the season? No. So
1: why? Um, because I had them so bad, you know, that I I mean, their defense has been her- just horrendous. Their defense has been so much worse.
0: Okay. So, Mackenzie, this is the offense you're looking at now, right? Yeah. So the Bears offense has actually been, if you look at just the line of scrimmage, the third best offense in football. Mm. Wow. That's just week five. Oh, just week five. Okay. Um, Oh, I see that. Thank you. Um, So week five, yeah, it wasn't... Okay. But but I do think that's a really telling point, is the order of the games.
1: I agree with that. And... I think if anything, if there's one week to really not wait very much, it's week one. Week one seems to be kind of. I, I go back to the year Jacksonville won one 15, right? And they won the mm-hmm. first game. Or I think that was Jacksonville. Yeah.
0: I think so. Yeah. That was against Indianapolis, I think, yeah. which, okay. Um, all right. So let's continue. Let's go to the 49ers. Mackenzie's not feeling well. You got him number one.
1: Yes. You have nine points better than an average team. I just, by the way, bonus yeah. Easter egg bet. I just bet the Niners. Um, to win the NFC at uh, plus two twenty five, and I bet him to win the Super Bowl at four twenty five, and that's a way, way, way better bet than when I bet the effing Rams years ago at four like, to one.
0: It seems like you will bet the fa- at week four to six. Any team that's the hottest, you say I want
1: to buy high. I want to buy. This high. This is different. They the the Niners by week by week three. I had them my my number. But that's one what team. every
0: every time there's a mania. It's always different this time. Like any time the stocks That's not are... true. That's not true. What do you mean? It's not no, true. No, no, what I'm saying is that's what the co- the consensus opinion is. That's how the mania happens.
1: Fair enough. But right. in this case, the mania is right. The Niners are I have I'm three points better than everybody else in the NFL. Wow. So you're saying Kansas City 49ers on a neutral three. Three. Niners. Philly's
0: getting three from the 49ers? Absolute. I'm taking Philly. You'll lose. I got I got them three and a half. I got him three and a half. Now, now, now remember now you had you bet a small vacation home on under San Fran this off season.
1: I got rid of it. As long as it doesn't land twelve, I'm fine. I, I, I get I get scooped I if it hope. lands twelve. Oh my god! No, you I, don't hope. You don't hope it lands twelve. <laughs> no, you don't. That. <laughs> All right, I doubt. All right, but let's just say this: it will be there'll be a little silver lining when the when when the Niners went when the Niners went three and zero and then four and zero both weeks. I could play over twelve and a half, and both weeks I did. But you
0: know what's interesting though. 12 seems like the, probably the most likely. Like, what is the most likely number at falls? 14. You think? Oh, yeah. So 13 and a half, you'd go over right Ask now. McKenzie.
1: He's the 49er expert.
2: Well, he's usually pretty positive, but go ahead. I also just impute using your power ratings every game in the schedule and 13.8 expected wins for the Niners. There you go. Well, that's not, I mean, boy, you, you can see what he's doing in the day.
0: I'm, I'm just going to just dream on the Niners a little bit. But, but, no, I do, I do it for every team. I,
1: and, that, and he's using my, he doesn't have my updated power rating. So this was using them, this was last week. Yeah. Well, so How now, many points you go up? A, a full point.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I, when's the last time a team was better than three points better than the second best team? I don't rem- ever remember that.
1: I'm serious. I got to go back. I I've been watching them for a long time. Well, think about all these Super Bowls. We haven't we haven't seen like like big spreads in Super Bowls. Um, I'm thinking w- when Carolina was 15 and one. I'm trying to think about how much I think they may have been. No, Carolina. It, it, they were underdogs in the Super Bowl. And I did. no, they're laying six. They're laying. They were six oh, point favorite against the Denver? Broncos. Yeah, I don't think so. Might have been five and a half. Look that up. If, if I think games. I actually
0: made the same mistake on that just a couple weeks ago. You they were look fifteen that? and one. They I were, know, but but I'm telling you, it, they weren't considered. Let's see if I'm right.
1: You're, on. I think you're thinking about the NFC title game, like when they played Seattle. I think they were only laying three. I remember that. Yeah, so you're and right. They so played, they couldn't have been clear. They yeah. couldn't have been clear power rating wise. It just Denver wasn't very good that year.
2: It was four and a half in the Super Bowl. Okay,
0: and it was two and a half against the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, it was Denver. This and isn't,
0: three against the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, they weren't. They 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 weren't that. I was just Denver was low. That's. Okay. That's my mistake. So
0: they can't be. Too,
1: they were home obviously they, were t- they can't be cleared by three if they were laying two and a half at home. Okay. All right.
0: All right. I'm just saying yes. it's, it's been unusual. This is unusual.
1: Um, well, but, you know what? You, I'm trying to think how many years we're going to go. But when was the last like absolute? I'm thinking about the the, the, the
0: Patriots in '08. The undefeated 07? Patriots. Yeah. I don't yeah. Remember. Um, I, I know they went like two and seven to end the year ATS. I think that's because they
1: were power rated. I oh, think they, they were, were, I think they were like 13 points They were laying 20 them.
0: on a Monday night to the Baltimore, in Baltimore.
1: They're laying twenty six and a half to a half to Philly. Yeah. I
0: think. All, right. All right. 49ers. We got number one in our, uh, well the, you know, the new, I guess, drive charge stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go to the bills in Jacksonville. Cause we got bills next. And then, well, let's talk a little more 49ers. Um, I like this in the following way. Well, I don't like it because it makes our Seattle bat look so stupid.
1: Wasn't <laughs> Even stupid. though we wasn't well,
0: stupid. I don't stupid. know. I still, I mean, I'm not hoping it. Oh, we're dead? I, no, I don't know. If McCaffrey gets hurt? I'm we, not sure. We need sure. Purdy to get hurt. Well, yeah, Sam Darnold's the only one who can save that. <laughs> but we're not hoping for that. I'm not, actually. But I do think it's, here's why I like it. Because he's not a great quarterback i think purdy's gonna maybe break the stats that in a weird way we're gonna say maybe our stats aren't right because purdy's gonna rank m- mighty high in you
1: know it. what i actually think purdy might be a pretty damn good quarterback. i think you're right he might be a top eight quarterback
0: okay talent what now this is the nuance we no one gets into are we talking about if you redrafted he's not close to a top eight quarterback it's impossible is he a top-eight quarterback on the 49ers? I think that's the fringe.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe he fits the system perfectly. Would Tua be worse on,
0: on San Francisco? Possibly. Okay, and possibly not, right? So
1: you're saying it's a close call. Yes, but Tua's much better with Miami than Purdy would be. I, I, I see where you're going.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that maybe— you know, and it, we can't dismiss what uh, Purdy's doing because, one, it's better than Jimmy G,
1: by statistics even. So I test two. And you see the dude throwing a 30 yards downfield and hits the guy in stride. Yeah. Perfect. I no. mean, it's just unbelievable.
0: And then you got to wonder about how he went in the seventh round, the whole idea of draft, and how dumb. Like, right now, here's the question. This is a good question. This is one for talk radio. Would you rather right now have Purdy... Or young?
1: Oh, Purdy. Not even close. Not
0: even close. The number one pick in the draft after three games, I think, because he's been injured in well, maybe four games. You you say, give me the the 700th pick or whatever he was. Over the number one pick.
1: Oh, absolutely. Purdy, I know, is a competent NFL quarterback. At worst, he's going to be like the 20th best quarterback in mm-hmm. the league. That's like the, that's like the basement for him. Young could, could never even materialize as a capable starter. But when you go number one, it's possible that you're going to be a
0: top five. And how much does the first five games matter? That's the question. Yeah, I
1: mean, you're right. I'm, I'm overreacting to, how, to his poor start. Yeah. But
0: but I think a lot of people that, again, smart people feel that. I mean, it's like everyone's saying Stroud is so easily the pick. It's like, is it about the five? Because you know, Trevor Lawrence
1: was so bad his rookie year. You weren't in on this. So Stroud versus um, Young, right? Okay. Who's going to have the better career? Mm-hmm. Just measure it by EPA or whatever. Uh, what would you set the line at?
0: I think here's the difference with Young. I think his smallness... Is something that you couldn't really figure its effect till you saw it. And I'm not sure how that gets better. So, it, like Trevor Lawrence was really bad his rookie year, but you could say that's a rookie year thing. Yeah. Maybe this is a physical thing you can't overcome.
1: And obviously, Strout's like played so well. But I made him minus 230, take back 190. All right, I think you'd get a lot of Young action on yeah, that. Yeah, you think that might be a little high. I'm not sure
0: I'd want to bet Young, but I think a lot of people would. But if you had to bet it, you would take Young. Mm. <laughs> That's a good—I think we're probably aligned on—because I am i don't believe small—here's the thing. So
1: like 67% maybe.
0: We want to wish that—we're all limited. Most of us are limited in ways we wish we weren't. Like There's a lot of people that wish, I wish I was good-looking enough to be an actor— or I wish I, you know, we all wish things, right? And usually it's not, there's things that we don't achieve because of a lack of work, but there's some things that's just we're constrained by our our intrinsic limitations, right? I couldn't play in the NBA, it doesn't matter. Well, I guess Muggsy Bogues was able to, but I mean, I'm 5'11, but it's like, okay, usually that guy doesn't play in the NBA. So, okay, maybe there's other reasons. <laughs> When we see someone else limited, we want to say it doesn't matter. It's nice to say, you know, Murray can play just like anyone else. Doesn't matter. If he's
1: 5'9. I think it matters. Jesse the Body Ventura once said never seen a really good little man. Ever pin a really good big man in the, in the ring? Ah, <laughs> right, you remember
0: that one, huh? Okay. Um, so I think we all root for the little guy in the NFL, but I think there's a reason they've been drafted 6'2". Like back in the day, if you're, Mahomes wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. Now that was maybe a mistake. I don't know. Sure. All right, we'll see. I mean, his career's not over yet. Let's see. Let's get some tape. All right. Um, Mackenzie, what is it about the 49ers that's different this year?
2: Aggressiveness downfields. Like, so um, so you think Purdy's the the driver of that? Yeah, uh David Lombardi had this stat. He had the highest completion percentage on balls 10 to 20 yards downfield so far in NFL history. It's like 80% in that range. So mid range in that case. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. He's a little physically he can move a little better. He can escape he can be off script a little more. Not as much of as Mahomes, but compared to Jimmy
1: G, doesn't seem like he's had to they protected well, But him when well. he has yeah. to,
2: he does. Wouldn't you agree, McKenzie? Yeah, like that first touchdown to Kittle's kind of combination of what we're talking about. He breaks out of the pocket,
1: 20 yards downfield on a dime. Seems like they roll him out at the right time. It, it, they've just got the perfect play calls all the time, too.
0: And you think about it, how well are they drafting or developing that they could have – I mean, the thing I was wondering about was how much better McKenzie's life is after Trey Lance got traded. <laughs> it's like – cuz i you know i could bring it up now and say Trey Lance even failed at helping the Cowboys beat the 49ers <laughs> but but you know it doesn't it would have it would have been cute but it would have fallen flat because he's gone the problem. Mm. it's like tony soprano spoiler alert when he finally killed christopher it was like all, always yeah always problems always problems were gone i felt relieved Tra- Exactly. <laughs> now that's a good quote actually that's good so you do you see how much how good that was for you i do All right. Now remember when Sam Darnold when the people who loved him finally gave up, I said, You stay down and I won't knock you down again. (laughs) Well, they've gotten back up, by the way. You gotta stay down. Because if you give me one Trey Lance that was really good, then I'm gonna give you six months in trouble.
1: (laughs) See how nice I'm being? You are. You are. You know what one play that happened in this game was interesting. Seven-nothing. The Niners are driving, they're in the red zone. They give it to McCaffrey, runs down to the one-yard line. and McCaffrey never fumbles, all right? Okay. So he falls down on a dude, all right? So the uh-huh. defender's on the ground, okay, McCaffrey's okay. on top of him. Mm-hmm. And the, the, I've never seen this before. So, so the defender grabs the ball and twists backwards because McCaffrey's not down. He hasn't hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. And they call it a fumble <laughs> they get, uh, correctly. They get, so they give it to Dallas. So it's like, oh, Niners get really unlucky. Should have won 49 to 10.
0: <laughs> so how much do you downgrade Dallas? Uh, I moved him down a point. So, this wasn't just 49ers are this good. It wasn't the matchup is this bad for them. It's just they're just not
1: good now. They, they, they you know, I almost downgrade them a point and a half. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, no so, fluke at all. Just got But mashed. Isn't that
0: rare that, like, by definition, if you got one team up a point, it's kind of hard for the other team to be down a point because to get up a point, you got to be so good, it's not the other team's fault as much.
1: Mm, I do Nah, I do it all the time. <laughs> when there's just a domination, it's like both teams are, are worthy of upgrades and downgrades. You know, um, Kevin Cole had a fascinating thing about power ratings.
0: He says what well, you should be doing, and I think he's right about this, and I'm, I might be able to do an Excel sheet that helps you with this mm-hmm. if you want to do it, but he says every time you change a number, that changes every team's number that played that team because of the
1: prior, yeah, the strength of schedule changes. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really is true. Like you got to go back and look at New England, or
0: you can, or you can set it up where look at the Jets. The mm-hmm. Jets lost to New England.
1: Oh my God, that's that that's not aging well. Well, let, let's let's go to New England.
0: I've got we could have done a whole pod on this, but I, I'll keep it, you know, not as long,
1: but. Um, Go ahead. What was your okay. impressions? I lowered New England by two points. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you're coming off a home run spot after you you can't score the week before, and you still can't score, and you have to bench your quarterback again. Um, and I just I, no, I think you're right. I, I just I, the, here's the team. I'm like, I put a note. Don't like every stat says we talked about with Atlanta. Like like when a team scores under ten points back to back weeks, mm-hmm. that's a bet on team. Mm-hmm. I don't think New England applies. Your thoughts? Okay, so I've
0: looked at a lot of these extreme cases. Just one just to quantify how unlikely these these events have been, and also to say, well, what's the response typically? So the first thing to say is, in the database, there is a fifteen thousand three hundred and eighty-eight separate weeks. So teams in a given week. So like, there's thirty-two a week, right? Uh-huh. Um, since so that's since eighty-nine. There's only been twenty-four teams. That's in the situation now of scoring three points or less, two straight games. All right, so, so there's 15,000 plus teams and there's only 24 that was in this uh-huh. spot. Now, it's actually slightly negative. So what I see again and again is generally bad is good for the next game but if it's world class bad, it's a little bad. You're
1: fundamentally
0: so There's, flawed. Yeah, and it still is just a it's still just slightly bad. It's only a point point 4 points.
1: You know, it's interesting about New England. They play at Las Vegas here um mm-hmm. th- this coming week. So Vegas has had a lot of games here where they have the visitors have outnumbered them in the stands. They play Pittsburgh. Uh, they play Green Bay. And the you know the counts are at, at best 50-50. Yeah, yeah, for... yeah.
0: And you think in this case they're going to have the fans because the
1: Pats well, aren't traveling.
0: Would you? No.
1: I, I mean, mean, after six Super Bowls, you want to go what? Do you want to go? I mean, Vegas is fun, but do you want to watch that team? I don't.
0: Now, continuing with my numbers here with the under three points, under three points. So there's a real split if it happens before or after Week 10, mm. which kind of makes sense. If it happens early the next game, they're actually minus eight points, meaning if it happens before Week 10, it's a disaster because it's kind of like you've got a long season of futility. But if you actually lo- score less than three, po- three points or less and three points or less in two straight games, after Week 10,
1: 11-2. Probably, and also your opponent's looking at the film and says this team's a joke, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's what stays consistent over the total. These
0: results, this low, and it's kind of like the Atlanta thing. But it, it,
1: it makes sense. So if if you're a coach for a team, a head coach, and your team has scored like three points back-to-back weeks, you're going to spend the week work, working on your defense or your offense? Obviously your offense. You have to fix the offense. That has to be your priority.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, here's some quotes. So so what I would say is – in. History tells us you want to look over this week for Patriots. But but this is uh three quotes that came from the Patriots.com. So you know it was it was checked off on by someone big. All right. Quote: The futures for the top figures at one Patriot place are in question. Who's the top figures? That would be the Hall of Fame coach. And the Hall of Fame GM. Mm. So there's one top figure. I mean, Kraft's not getting fired, and that is pu- that's laying the groundwork for something. Mm-hmm. Okay? Quote number two, fair to wonder if the players are still buying into the coaching. It's pretty strong. And then finally, and you get the sense, and this is the big one, and you get the sense that there's more to this story that has yet to be unearthed. Mm. Now, first off, you don't say that unless you know there is, but you can't report it yet because you don't have a second source Mm. or whatever, right? So this is telling me there's something going on here we don't know about.
1: You know, one thing that really stood out of this game was that I I wasn't watching it, but I was just looking at the box score um, and Mm. how the Patriots, so they're down 27, then 30 or whatever, 33 and They get the ball in their own 33, and it's first and 10, and then it's fourth and 10, and they got the ball in their own 33. They're not moving the ball, they're not getting any yards. Well, and that's uh, what
0: we know, we know. They're well,
1: well, well, yeah, but every bad team in that situation drives down the field. Maybe they'll fail in the red zone. They all get yardage in that, in that, during that garbage time. That's why we take it out of the data. They still they couldn't even get any yards during garbage time.
0: None. Mm. The, um, And still, somehow, they're the third—only the third—oh, no, they're the second worst offense behind Pittsburgh, but they're clearly—Pittsburgh's behind them. Um, If there was a—if you see this prop out there, will Belichick be the head coach at the end of the year? Meaning, if—here's why I won't bet it, because first coach fired, they get shaky. If a coach quit— I think there's a real chance that Belichick quits. And here's why. Not because they're losing. I think he's fine with that. I meaning he doesn't want to lose, but he, hey, he's won. He's lost, right? He, he had four losing seasons out of five in Cleveland. I mean, that's just what happened. Um, but remember, and I don't remember all the details, but he was like the Jets coach for like a day. Remember, is Parcells left. He was introduced as the Jets coach, and then something happened with the owner he didn't like. He just said, I'm not coaching there. So it's like he does, he's doesn't. he been given carte blanche. He's been given free reign for so long. If Kraft comes in and says, hey, we got to do this, we got to do this, I got to have a say in hiring coaches, he'll just quit right there, is what my guess is. Mm. So I don't know there's a way to bet it, but and I don't know Kraft's going to say that. But from what I think this – Reporting at Patriots.com tells me that someone from Kraft is telling them, let's start laying the groundwork.
1: Well, you you said something very sage here. You've got to check the wording on the prop because it has to be first coach to be (laughs) removed or or, or, or to no longer coach. It can't be to be fired because he exactly he's not going to get fired. At least he's not going to be the first one fired. And and also, if you look at his competition, his competition got like calls from the governor, you know, in terms of I'm worried about Ron Rivera. At Washington, who's not in all that dissimilar situation where— No, no, you know, they, no.
0: Dissimilar. Ron Rivera's never won anything. But they
1: probably would let him finish the season before they fire him.
0: I don't know. First I don't of all, know. there's new owners, right? Yeah. And these are hedge
1: fund guys, right? Yeah. I don't— but if I look at these other teams, I thought Eberflus was in big trouble with Chicago, mm-hmm. and now things seem to have yeah, stabilized, mm-hmm. right?
0: And plus, they never fire in season.
1: And that's a great point. Um, the, the Giants Bears. aren't going to fire Dayball, even if they... No, if no, they no. I mean, that's that, that's not a possibility. Arizona's, everything's oh, styled good. Oh, good, good there. And, and And Carolina's... You know, you know. Obviously, I think Wright could be fired issue. at the end
0: of this year, but they're going to give him the year. Yes, but I think he's been a huge disappointment.
1: So, so really, you're, in many ways, you know, you're looking at some of these other teams that were supposed to be bad, um, and none or, of, yeah. no, you know, Atlanta and Las Vegas are doing perfectly good. And so. Sean
0: Payton isn't going to get fired. with yeah. the contract. So, yeah, it, it, if 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 it is about if Belichick quits, if you get paid, I wouldn't do it at even money. But four to
1: one or whatever. Yeah,
0: I'd take six to one or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, right now, what are the odds? I mean, what? I think Rivera is the big favorite in that market. Mm. Because here's the thing. I agree with that. Here's why I think. Okay, so this is not updated for this week. Okay, so before this week, it was Josh McDaniels was favored, Iberflus was second, Rivera was third. Okay, but what's the vig in this? It's a plus one fifty, plus one seventy five, plus two fifty, and that's only three names. And where was Belichick at? He wasn't on the list. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I think four to one I wouldn't play it. I mean, I think the odds even now would be fifteen to one. But again,
1: if the quitting is there, I'm I would be betting that. What I like here is that Vegas is playing New England. So in many ways, and Vegas can be favored, you know? So they don't so, have the money to
0: fire McDaniels, yeah. I don't think. Here's why I think it's Rivera's the bet. I don't think these owners necessarily want. Oh, I'm having to. What's the OC's name? The running back, Bianni. Uh, Bianni. Oh, yeah. They don't want Bianni necessarily. I don't know if they do or they don't. Mm. But there's a reason that that he didn't get hired in 28 interviews or whatever. There's something mm. that's off-putting. Now, doesn't mean that it's fair. Doesn't mean that it. But it means the chances are he's going to be off-putting to this ownership group, like he was the other ones. Now, maybe not. But let's say at least a 50% chance. So what do you do? Can you really hire a guy for OC that everyone's been saying he's been kept down because of his race and then not even give him a chance? I think the way to do it is you fire uh, now, right? Or soon, right? Mm -hmm. And with Rivera, and then you give Biennami the rest of the year. And if it goes badly, you can say, okay. You had your chance, bye-bye, oh. all, all like they did with, uh, what was it, uh, Carolina last Interim year. Interim head coach. Yeah, yep. they, they, you know, th- there was the black DC that came in, did well. People thought maybe he should get mm. the job, and, and he went to the 49ers, right? Yep. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, w- w- Wilkes? Steve Wilkes, yeah. Yeah. So I- I'm just saying, this is being a little cynical, <coughs> but I think you get some cover if you don't want to hire Biennemi oh. by doing it that oh. way. Oh, but you also open yourself up to him winning. But then, if he wins, maybe you give him a year. I mean, like, I don't think it's like hardcore they hate him, or I don't even think they're racist. I think it's they probably want to pick their own guy.
1: And you, you, I, I like your handicap, and I like the fact that you're picking off a situation where you're taking the number, what was the number three guy mm. who clearly just jumped number one with the Bears and the Raiders coming off wins.
0: Yeah, and but I mean, if I'm still getting two to one, I like it. Mm. All right, it was plus two fifty last week. But I think Washington is just bad. That defense is bad. And, I mean, that was supposed to be their strength. Yeah. Right? Defensive line. Where I mean, is it? Most, most serious people think that they're the best—multiple weeks, they were the best survivor pick. <laughs> Somehow, someway. <laughs> no one understands exactly how. But we actually have them higher. Um, oh, wow. So if you look at the drive chart stuff— Okay, okay. The defense is uh, nineteen. I can't tell for McKenzie's the straight line or not. But <laughs> we'll we'll tell you next week how good the. No, I'll tell you. No, no. We'll tell you Wednesday night when we tape for the Thursday show. Okay, you pick the next game.
1: Uh, let's go to London. I Jacksonville played a very good game. I think this was ultimately. I wish I'd bet more on this first half. Okay. I think Buffalo just wasn't ready to go. Did so, do
0: you is that a trend you think or a system that when there's a team. That that comes
1: over late? That they start slow? No, I think this was the first time in the history the NFL team had stayed there yeah. for for but, two. But weeks. what
0: made you think the first half would be the place be, to focus? Because on.
1: Jacksonville had been there all week long.
0: Okay, but why does that um, explain so, it to me? I oh, because
1: it's it's a six thirty a.m. you know start time Pacific. It's so, a very so it's early get, start so time. It's
0: getting it's getting acclimated to the start time. Yes.
1: Okay. Even oh. though Buffalo's an East team. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I By the way, there is there it, it it's. A little bit similar. So Baltimore plays on the East Coast uh, in London this week. And just Balt- to be
0: clear, it's, it's a 9.30 start time for the East Coast yeah, team. Right, right. Okay, So
1: Balt- Baltimore is traveling on Monday, and their opponent here—sorry, I'm just getting to this. Titans? The Titans are going are traveling the Thursday night red-eye on okay. Friday. So it's a there's big, different theories on this. Yes, but I, I, I would much rather my team flying over on Monday.
0: Okay, okay. But um, some of the more modern teams, it seems like, have been going over later for yes. whatever reason. Now, the Bills are 3-2, and but they're still high in everyone's rankings. They lost their uh, linebacker, which by—I'm not an X's and O's guy, but they're saying the most valuable player on the team on defense. What's Miano? Uh, Milano. Milano. Okay. um, He—I mean, like, literally, there's been raves. Mm. So, you know, they lost— White was the cornerback? Yes. Yeah, they lost him, so it's like two, maybe they're two most, again, White didn't have a great year last year when he came back, so I don't know, but two of the most valuable players on D, how much do you, I mean, how much do you downgrade them?
1: So, I think you got to go down a point.
0: A whole point? Yeah. Not just off the loss, but because of the injury? The injuries, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: The loss, I was going to kind of, like, dock them a third of a point. I wasn't going to make it that—you mm-hmm. know, they just got down 11-0, and that was it.
0: But it goes to show you—so you had Jacksonville. It goes to show you, they were like my sixth pick, but it's like you get scared going against a team that looks
1: as good as Buffalo. I do. I mean, you sure, know, everyone they, No team had played as well the last three weeks.
0: Because yeah. this was, in a weird way, the most extreme situational edge you could get. You have one team spending two weeks over there, the other team coming off a monster win— and
1: then flying over late. Exactly. Now, what's interesting with Jacksonville? So they they got to play their two home games in London. Not they weren't classified as home, but they two games in London. Well, now I'd make the case: this is a terrible spot. They're coming home. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, RJ, but I have a, a firm belief that, that you bet against teams off extended road trips but when even, they come it, back. It, so,
0: so even when there's like these Harbaugh-type two-week boot camp or one-week extra boot camp thing, you think coming back's tough?
1: Yes, and so Jacksonville certainly applies. And this is coming back from a foreign country, so they're hosting Indianapolis. So I think it's a bad spot for Jacksonville.
0: So they're hosting though. Okay. Yeah. You know, Dylan has a, a great song on Blood on the Tracks— called <laughs> um, shelter from the storm mm. and it says i'm living in a foreign country but i'm bound to cross the line i could see mckenzie writing that in a dispatch from like a war-torn <laughs> country
2: mm. that's generous of you thank you i'll take
0: it <laughs> all right um beauty walks a razor's edge someday i'll make it mine uh-huh
1: nobel laureate best I know your lyrics. Uh, I would be. I, I don't know what what Nobel. I don't know what Nobel laureates are, whether they're painters or, or singers. Well, but I. Well, you've heard
0: of the Nobel Prize? Sure. Well, if you win the Nobel Prize, you are a Nobel laureate. Okay. Yeah, I think laureates like accolades or whatever, right?
1: That's pretty good. I don't think I could spell laureate.
0: I don't think I could spell most of the words. I. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm a sight reader. It's so. Not a word I ever use. <laughs> wow. Well, because because Springsteen, even though I'm a huge Bruce fan, he's never winning the Nobel Prize.
1: He tends to have a
0: limited vocabulary in his songs. Yeah, but you
2: know,
1: factory.
0: Some of the yeah, some of the great some of the great rock and rollers. though, it was never about like advanced. Con- it was about gut feeling. Like the, I mean, think of Velvet Underground or you know any of the. I mean, really, the Stones. The Stone. Even though Sympathy for the Devil is pretty mm-hmm. sophisticated. Old Mick, you know he's eighty or so. Yeah. All right. Who do we got next? Uh, let's go Giants. So, so, so mm. do you like our? We got the NFC. Love it. Plus two and a half right now. Just cause of San Fran. Yes. If we eliminate, who's the best team in the AFC? You got KC,
1: Miami and KC tied.
0: Really, you're that high on Miami? Yeah. You don't think they got debunked a little bit by by? Yeah, uh, it's all right. Does it bother you that you kept me off of Miami by somehow making it so I couldn't pick them on Wednesday night, even though I came in saying I want Miami? No, because you said no way would he lay 11. you don't know about it these days. I'm I'm willing to lay the lumber sometimes. I, I
1: I did we lay did did we play Miami in the Super Contest? We did right. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So what did um. Let's go to that game, maybe. Uh, Miami
1: just destroyed the Giants. So, See, I heard a lot of people say it was closer than it looked. I, I heard that as well. I have no idea what those people saw. What I saw was Miami just kicked their the, the living daylights out of it and the Giants got a ninety like eight yard uh, interception return at the end of the half, or they would have lost by 28. All right, so let's look but, at— But I've seen the numbers. Yeah, Some people said it was a closer game. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, let's look at the numbers. So if we look at just a line of scrimmage is a good place to start. Miami, oh, jeez. Oh,
1: oh, oh, Yards per Miami, play.
0: Miami by 35 points. There you go. I, is that the biggest we've ever had? I think Miami-Denver was more. Oh, my god! G- yeah, that's a good point. Um, Miami lost 22, 21 points by turnovers. So, I mean. Yeah,
1: 14-point swing into the first half.
0: Yeah, so think about it. You give up 21, you still cover double digits. Yes. Okay. Now, if we look at just the uh, recalculation of the stats, we've got um, – Miami by 22. Yeah, so maybe. I I, I
1: think that's more accurate.
0: And then if we look at Kevin Cole and all that, it's between 14 and and 19.
1: So they were laying 13. They won by 15. I upgraded them. I was laying 11. Yeah, I I lowered. um, They opened nine and a half that game. I don't know why the hell I didn't bet it.
0: (sighs) Because you don't like to lay the – you only I, look at the a dog. It's not zip
1: code I like to go into. You only it. look at the dog. You don't, even, you don't even see the favor. I don't want to park and make a bet in that zip code. No. All right, so week
0: five, yards per play, 9.7, number one. And year-to-date, 8.3, number one,
1: Miami. So think about – we're talking about Denver having a historically bad defense. They're going up seven. Huh? Miami's averaging over eight. And, and that running back who changes yeah.
0: his name every week, what is it, 4chan? Uh,
2: A chance, A A A A (laughs)
0: chance, yeah. By the way, the current Super Bowl line. Don't look. What would you guess? Miami? No, just the Super Bowl AFC versus NFC.
1: Oh, NFC minus one. Pick them. Okay.
0: All right. Where's that from? Westgate. All right. Okay. Okay, So Miami, you you're high on. You don't let the Buffalo domination really bother you.
1: That's. I mean, it's a factor, but. So you
0: think Buffalo's the third likely
1: team to make the Super Bowl from the AFC? Well, you know, that's interesting um, because Buffalo has the tiebreak now over Miami. So if Buffalo but wins— Buffalo
0: is still—they're minus 130 to win the division, I yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. So that—I mean, tie, if they, they don't w- care if... about the tiebreak.
1: Well, they do care because— Well, why—they're minus 130. Oh, Buffalo lost to the Jets, so they lost
0: a yeah. division
1: game. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: It seems like there's a lot of optimism in the division market for Miami. I was surprised before their game that Miami was a big favorite. Mm. But now, I mean, yeah— it just strikes me, Miami's supposed to win at their home game against him, so in theory that even but it's it's not a sure thing. So they're
1: gonna be laying three and a half. Yeah. No, they'll be no no three point two five. If if Buffalo no, three, is at full three.
0: strength, they'll be laying less three. than
1: it'll be three, yeah. Yeah. Revenge game, three. I think it might be less than that. It could be, you're
0: right. Miami doesn't have much of a home field.
1: Yeah. They do have nine yards per play.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you know, defense matters. Mm. Miami's defense is let's see here. What's the next game, by the way, Fizz?
1: Uh, we're going Tennessee Indy. All
0: right, so the Dolphins D. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Okay. Their defense is actually 24th in the league. Mm. Wow. Wow. But somehow they're still fourth in our rankings. We got them fourth. Browns are way up in these. Well,
1: the, well there's a lot of teams averaging f- what. Um, 4.1 yards per play. So basically Miami runs one play and they got to run two. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, if you actually look, if you actually look at their the percentage they convert on offense, uh, so how many series? They're actually ranked this is fascinating. They're ranked number two behind the 49ers. Uh they convert uh 10 percentage points better than an average team. 49ers are 11 and a half.
1: <laughs> you know, we were this is silly. So so they they timed the the rookie. What's his name? Acacia. What's the running back? A- 4chan? No, the running back. Yeah, 4chan. 4chan? 8chan. <Frog vibes> H- A- 8 Oh, 8, A- ph- aw- double 8 So N- he was running at 21 miles an hour, and mm-hmm. like, Tyreek was running at 22 miles an hour. So they were equating it to, like, the $6 million man, remember, he would run at 60 miles an hour? And these guys are, like, running at speeds that, like, you don't think humans can run at. You know, they must be bionic.
0: You know, sometimes you'll listen to shows and text in. What I want you to do is start texting me those stories <laughs> during the show, and then I'll get to decide it. No. <laughs> That'd be funny. It's like, it's like, ask him a question. Oh, I'm taxing you. Hold on. <laughs> uh, no, that is—I mean, listen, the cheetah—but he went in, what, the fourth round? A-chan?
1: Oh, I, I A-chan? did. He wasn't even on my radar screen before this week. Yeah. McKenzie? You, you Yeah, I'll double-check that. Something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean— it makes you wonder about the Colts and Taylor. I mean, you got a guy,
1: you know, entering his, what, fourth year? And you're signing him to $14 million a year? Well, now, here's what's interesting. I wanted to ask you about this. So the Colts played very well against the Titans. Mm-hmm. They deserved to win. Mm-hmm. Probably deserved to win by the final score. But um, Jonathan to that game now. Jonathan Taylor probably um, clearly the backup running back, and Moss was just got all the workload and was great.
0: But that's yeah, but that's going to be based upon him not being in camp, and you know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah, they, they didn't pay him fourteen million to have him be number two,
1: right? But it right? is interesting that Moss had like his best game, you know, in well, the, in he the felt NFL. Perked
0: up, but, but maybe there's something to that. So he was the eighty fourth pick, third round. That's a nice pick, man. Do you root for Dolphins second? Yes. Okay. Boy, you got, you're living large, McKenzie. It's a dream. It's a dream. Just keep winning the NBA. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So let's look at that game. Um, let's see here. The Colts. Let's see what the, okay So that was a nice loss for us on the Tennessee under. I don't know, though. What's, the, what's Tennessee's current number? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. And we bet it seven and a half? We did.
1: So we can get out for the VIG? We just need Baltimore to to to, to get to L- get their ass to London and get ready for their game.
0: All right. So really, that's a big game. In this that's time. a big
1: swing game. Yeah, because if we need Tennessee to drop it.
0: Now this is interesting. So our all stats say Colts by six. Mm-hmm. Right? They won by seven, but Kevin Cole says that Tennessee should have won. The pregame really? number says Tennessee should have won, but the PFF noise says. Indianapolis by seven you know I'm gonna dig into that game and see methodology wise what was the difference because that's I I've, I've never seen that is that that's the biggest unless the game's like really drastically like 15 points or something that's the the the, the biggest
1: discrepancy
0: I've seen in close games yeah for
2: a close game I would agree with that
1: yeah. so let me ask you Richardson gets hurt again mm-hmm. is it too early to say possibly injury prone no, I think it's—I uh, I don't think
0: he's injury-prone. I think he plays in a way that makes himself susceptible to ah. I don't think he's, like, you know, getting hurt when he should, and he's playing like a fullback.
1: Yeah, we talked about how he just ran over a couple defenders, mm-hmm. you know, I think week one or week two, and how that that's just unsustainable. We've seen this—we haven't seen this before because court players know better. They can't do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, Cam Newton didn't even—he wasn't injured like this— and he, he, he at what, year eight or whatever he was done. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, here's what I know that's going to be fascinating for this upcoming game. It's multiple weeks. Well, when the Colts had Minshew in there for one week, they didn't change the offense. They were still running an offense that was about zone reads and whatever. And Minshew can't run like that. Yeah. Are they going to change the offense for this week? If mm. so, I think Minshew's even better. Than he's been so far. I think he's been held back by running another guy's offense. Probably so. Yeah. Thanks, Wes. All right. So what do we got left here? I think just one game we haven't spoken about since the Arizona. Uh, so we talked about that earlier, right? About how what the line should have been, and was the market really? Uh, was the wise guys? It, you said it was the the numbers guys. On the Arizona side versus
1: the guys that
0: weren't as numbers-based but professional on Cincy.
1: Late in the week, the word got around that, oh, Burrow's apparently doing much better in practice than he's done all year long. Yes. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But – Circa the sharpest book, it
0: was three minus fifteen at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, so I'm not. Sh- I think maybe the squares were batting
1: it yeah, right. You know, I don't know. It popped up to th- There were a couple books that went three and up, but they were the square books on Sunday morning. No so, doubt about it. Not the sharp books. The sharp books were like minus three, minus twenty. I think was consensus. Yeah, but when you you had you really liked Cincy come Saturday night,
0: yes, and at least you know with what you were when we were talking contest plays because I was
1: reading the tea leaves and I was like, this game's going to three and a half. It's like I'm I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm listening to people in here and hearing it's like oh Burroughs, just completely different this week versus. Other but doesn't weeks.
0: it bother you when circa the sharpest book in Vegas and one of the sharpest in the world at this point is in one place? And the squares are like books, are like fifteen cents the other way. Oh, sure. That that probably tells you Circus saying we're skeptical of this, but yeah. you're saying I'm
1: bought in. Yeah, but but Circus might be biased because early in the week the sharps were taking Arizona against them, so they probably have like little check marks, and they're they're probably saying, oh, we've got we got sharps on both sides. And yeah, I,
0: I disagree with that. Mm. Hey, let me see if I'm understanding what you're saying. Are you saying because they are trying to balance their
1: books? No, I'm saying that if they if if if, if they ask. Let's have a a report, Who bet Arizona mm-hmm. and who bet on Cincinnati? And we're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Fezzik bet Arizona plus four, and this other guy bet Arizona plus three and a half. these sharps bet uh, here here's who bet on Arizona, and here's who's bet on Cincinnati. And I think it would be kind of balanced,
0: <sighs> but it seems like they take it seems like they cover that. see that's interesting. Once a game reverses itself, it seems like they're not really accounting for the old bets. As much as like it takes a couple limit, it seems like it generally takes a limit bet or two to move a line,
1: right? Yeah, and, and it takes five thousand. the limit bet on Monday at circuit. and uh-huh. Full Side. It's only five thousand. Okay, by Friday night, I think it's fifty thousand. Yeah, so it, uh, yeah, so maybe that's the main driver. Is is the late bets are always bigger? Yeah, and they really should be weighted ten times more, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. why
0: I'm saying in general, it doesn't feel like the early week action. Ho- collars the late week action or holds it hostage or whatever, and that's yeah, why right. would it here? It just I'm just saying it feels like I like Circa because they're willing to take a position, mm-hmm. but usually their position is pretty sharp, right I mean, but in this case, it was you know,
1: I never understood this too, but it's like someone has to explain this to, yeah. me because like how is any of this information like in Vegas? all right? I know Circa's in multiple states now, but South Point is my three dollar ten they'll take ten or twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, all right. So and it's sitting at three, and you could you can bet it. And if they don't move it, I can bet it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or oh, so, you
0: can. You're banned.
1: True. <laughs> so why is Circa gonna take one bet from one true sharp guy, minus three? Maybe the guy just wants to get all fifty thousand down at once, but why not just go over to the South Point and get your twenty minus three lay eight dollar ten first?
0: And and the line was 15. Okay. Um right. yeah, I, I think in general. That's
1: interesting. I don't have an answer.
0: Well, I, I think some of it is that that a lot of the people who bet big in the NFL especially aren't super sharp that it's table players and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what um, Avello used to tell, you know when he uh, we did like a year of football seasons of segments on local ESPN when we had our show there. and um, you know, for him, he's saying he's more worried about the guy that's betting twenty five thousand a hand at Blackjack. He wants to walk over and bet three games for twenty five thousand each. He's going to give him what he wants, sure. but but th- it's not. He's not going to necessarily move the line off it too much because he doesn't think it's sharp.
1: But if you're just a sports betting professional, RJ Bell, professional, a RJ Bell is not going no. up to circa the convenience of a betting twenty three thousand to win twenty. All right, does not trump sending McKenzie over to well, bet twenty two thousand to bet twenty. If That's a thousand dollars.
0: Oh, we would never see McKenzie again. <laughs>
1: but but <laughs> right,
0: it'd be like say bye to McKenzie. We just gave him twenty five dimes. No, I I, listen. He's I trust him with a lot of stuff. Um, the uh I think it goes to the point of these guys are rich enough. Some of them, it does, they're not doing it professionally. They're doing it because they're at, they got, you know, I don't know, some date that night. She's trying to impress him. He wants to walk up. So, and, that's,
1: so that's the the crux of my argument. Is Circuit isn't going to get any data saying the minus three, to 15 is correct because no wise guy worth the salt in the city is going to lay that. But it's
0: not good. So there's one friction point that's then going to move it at,
1: at. Um, at South Point up to three and a half. And then...
0: Then they see... Yeah,
1: yeah so... And then, and then, boom, the second you see South Point go three and a half, then I accept the fact that, okay, if there's true sharp interest in Cincinnati, you're going to see... You have to see it move at circle, and if it doesn't, there isn't sharp.
0: But the fact that it was that number at South Point should tell you it wasn't that sharp of a play, or there wouldn't be a three sitting there at minus 110.
1: Yeah, I can't... Yeah, right? I think it was flipping on Sunday. I think it went three and a half and then back to three. I'm not 100 So if it went certain. back to three— Yeah, it did go back to three. Yeah, it
0: was—you yeah. and the squares won, is what we can And say. And
1: if it, was a, it was some somewhat of a phony final. The Bengals should have won, but they probably should have won by seven. But
0: we can agree that Burrow looked— physically a lot better a
1: lot better
0: yeah yes so at this point i don't know how to
1: bet them because the defense still is not playing to at the level that we expect that's interesting that's interesting you'd agree with that
0: yeah yeah i mean see i thought the defense might step up here and the offense might struggle but maybe big listen here's the thing Big it takes more than a year it's always you want to see a year and a half and really, with Big Lou, I know they got went to the Super Bowl, but it wasn't really him that everyone was talking. Now it was last year, a lot of Big Lou talk, not so much now. Maybe he's medium sized Lou. <laughs> all right, so we're going to combine these things. We're going to make it less than 10 minutes here. Look at headlines. What's interesting? Is there any projected line moves? We're not going to go over all the games, we're going to go over the big ones. I got
1: 75, do you do? 80, 75, 70, 80s.
0: 80, 80, 80, last nice call. Okay, Feds, let's start with, we're going to have the big games. We're going to have your projected big move. We're going to have the big
1: moves up till now. So, your dealer's choice. All right, I'm going to have a little bit of everything in one game. Baltimore, Tennessee, and the game's in London, and this line opened up at four. All the money on Tennessee. Back in Tennessee, down to three and a half, and even some threes popping up. And What about the domination from the Ravens, the domination. Uh, exactly. So I am landing on Baltimore in this game. I am going to go ahead and call for a reversal on this line move. So instead of just back in the line move, like most people are, I'm going to say there's going to be tremendous interest in Baltimore laying three. I also like the fact, from what I'm hearing, Baltimore flying out to London early, fully focused on this game, gave the game away against Pittsburgh. They they lost. Tennessee flying out on the red-eye Thursday night, arriving Friday morning. Um, I've got Baltimore four and a half points better on a neutral. And I think the spot favors Baltimore as well. I will be betting. Off the
0: Steeler game than going to London?
1: Well, off of the phony final. And Mm -hmm. now if they would have won against the Steelers, the spot would have been bad. Because then it'd be like, okay, we're four and one. We beat our arch rival. The fact they gave that game away, I think, is going to have them be f- completely focused in London here. Now,
0: here's what interests me. The look-ahead line opened Baltimore four and a half. Baltimore, in theory, by Fez's screwy logic, well, not screwy, fuzzy, we'll call it, he thinks Baltimore dominated. Oh, they probably did. Okay, so it's hard to downgrade them. Tennessee got beat.
1: Got to downgrade Tennessee. All right,
0: so now the line goes to three and a half and even lower, and you know, but... What is it about last week that makes this line
1: go down? I have no idea. Cannot explain it.
0: But doesn't that tell you it's something that, that there's been a reevaluation of Tennessee, or I mean, or do you think it's just it's what got to be a
1: reevaluation of Baltimore because there's nothing we saw in Tennessee that we're going to like upgrade them? Uh,
0: all right. Um, okay. But you
1: think it's going back the other way? I think it has to. I bold prediction it closes four, and it's three point two five right now. Okay. All right, give, give me your next game. Okay, let's talk about this. is an interesting game. Let's talk, because I'm really not sure what's going on. Seattle, Cincinnati, all mm-hmm. right? I see the look-at line, Bengals minus 2.5. Mm-hmm. Current line, Bengals, like, minus 2.65. Okay. So it's still 2.5 with, like, minus me, that's one. that's crazy. That, to me, that's... It's, Since he has to be upgraded by two points by that game. A, exactly. We have to give Cincinnati a clear upgrade with that. So, I mean, it's
0: an injury upgrade, a minimum. I mean, like Burrow's proven not to, be, not to be hobbled at this point, or at least, Close exactly. to
1: exactly. So now I'm, the question I have for you: I see, I know Seattle's off a of bye and they're the road team, and I, and a dog, and I believe that that's what we look for. Did we just miss that on the look ahead line that we should have been betting Seattle? Oh God, plus yes, two and a half? because
0: that's assuming these are even teams. Yes, <sighs> that's
1: crazy. Now, as it turns out, the Bengals played so well. That yeah, I, would, I mean, but the, if the Bengals had played lousy. I would be waking up this morning, and I'd be like, "Why didn't I bet Seattle last week?"
0: All uh, right, you know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna next, this Wednesday taping for the Thursday show. I'm gonna stop your goofy stories about your high school dates or whatever lack thereof. Well, that'd be a quick story. And then we're gonna go and look at the look ahead lines. Yes. And we should do a guess the line. Mm-hmm. where where I where you're guessing them cuz your instincts going to be good and we can see the lines we want to dig into a little bit.
1: Right cuz I think we I think we got lucky. We missed a bet on Seattle yeah. and we got lucky that it wasn't a good bet because Cincinnati just clearly overachieved here. Cuz
0: cuz I would have said this. How much different is the Cincy line this week with a Seattle team that's off a of bye, right? Yes. And but they were off a of bye last I mean we knew they were going to be off a of bye. It's not some new surprise. Exactly. I would have said at least two points upgraded since he, if not three. I mean, because Burrow was downgraded, what, about five points, wasn't Yes. He? So you at least got to give half that back. Exactly. Huh. Okay. What's 17-7-1 what's seven,
2: think? <laughs> That's me. I like the Bengals here. I think you're right. Hmm. Thank you, McKenzie. That
0: Seventeen great, and seven. Great insight, right there. And one, and one. He's playing sick. Set a push. He's playing sick. <laughs>
1: All right, next one. Uh, Sim, let's go to Monday night big game. Dallas at, at the uh, the LAC, uh, the Chargers. Similar situations. The Chargers are off a of buy, so I don't think there's anything going on that can move the line for the Chargers. All
0: right. So last week it was Dallas Lane. on the road, favored by two and a half. Now it's two.
1: Yes. Um, so you're saying why hasn't it moved more? Exactly, because Dallas. Clearly, we got to downgrade a point.
0: Clearly. Well, first off, you got Herb Street or Herbs on the other side. No one wants to bet him. Let's
1: well, be now up. he's going to, be, it'll be interesting if he's going to have a splint on his broken yeah. finger, you know? And, okay, now
0: let's think, but still, that was something, because uh, Chargers were on a buy. Yeah. Right? So I don't think that, that matters. Oh, that's interesting. So they both were on a buy?
1: No, Dallas just got oh, rolled Dallas by should, the okay. Niners. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, I was thinking about um, Seattle.
1: Okay. Yeah. So the reason I bring up both these games, it's like it's the same it's like, thing. It's
0: like it's blind to this week.
1: Exactly. It's like the, we're anchored to what the well, this but, was what the look at line we think, was, and we'll we deal this again. the think Since it should
0: have been higher, do we think that last week the pick was Dallas or was the what was the pick last week? What's the pick? Because you're saying Dallas should be like around pick them.
1: So if we could have laid two and a half, we should have played Dallas minus two and a half last week, right? If this number currently is legit, who do you like it to? I'm leaning Chargers. Well, how can it be at two? You have the Chargers at a two and a half. You have Dallas. Well, because of the, I downgraded Dallas a point for the bad performance. You're saying Cowboys would have been the pick without
2: the adjustment?
0: Yeah, I'm, but, yeah, but I'm saying week. I'm saying last week before the game, you would have before Dallas played San Fran, you would have said, "I think Dallas is better. They
1: should be laying it here. I should be laying two and a half." Yeah, I, I, Dallas should have been minus three. Last week. Now I think it's a stretch even to make a minus two because I think I'm being kind only downgrading them a point. But maybe it's because it's such a – going on or off the three is so important. Maybe it's okay.
0: What do you do with the home field here? Uh, Three-quarters of a point for travel. Because Chargers obviously don't have a good home field, and
1: Dallas has more fans, you know, as many fans as anyone. Got the late start time for the West Coast team, though. Okay, okay. Which is – that's probably worth a point alone, you know. I haven't—you know, I'm
0: going to have to relook into that because I, I, I think to some degree that's—all right. So if the line—here's the thing. The line had to be wrong last week or wrong now, or I guess in theory it could have been long, wrong last week and, and okay now. Yeah. So you really—I don't think the Chargers on a neutral even are three-point underdogs to Dallas. Like As of last week, I really don't... I
1: mean, what was your power numbers last week? Well, the problem is the, with the Chargers, I have them as half a point better than an average team. Mm-hmm. And I had Dallas rated through the moon. Um, I had them five points better, and now I've got them three and a half to four points better.
0: Okay. So, okay, so you're saying you really... Uh, so you would have really liked them at two and a half.
1: Yeah. But now... Even another bet I, should've, another bet I should another bet I should have made, but I got bailed out because Dallas played so lousy. And maybe, if Dallas had played well, I'd be like, "Why the hell didn't I bet this?"
0: Maybe it's a sign your power ratings f- are, are too quick to move. Mm. You are pretty quick on them,
1: but hey, I tell you, the Niners I've upgraded one point five straight weeks.
0: That's pretty strong.
1: That's <laughs> so pretty slow, is what I think it, it is. Yes.
0: All right. Well, I, I mean, I had Sam Remember, San Fran was one of my picks yeah. here. I. I but then there were a lot of serious people
1: on Dallas. You busted my balls for having San Fran fifth. There's a, there's to a start this season.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of people though. A
1: lot of sharps. My, like my, Dallas my,
0: in the game that my, this my week buddy against is a, San Fran.
1: My buddy, was a professional better, does better than almost anyone. Brad. He um he's like I love San. I, I love Dallas. I love Dallas. I love Dallas. And now he texted me. It's like. Bet San, Bet San Fran 4-1 to one to, win,
0: to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's but 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 I think the rationale was simple. These were even teams, they thought. Three and a half's a big number, yeah. and one had motivation, yeah. which makes the
1: 49ers win all the more impressive. All right, anything else? One or two more? Um, yeah, let's do one more that I want to talk about. And where did I lose? Let me see. Hold on. Oh, yeah, new, this is interesting. New Orleans-Houston, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this is a curious line move. New Orleans— Was that about New Orleans or was that about New England? Now the market is telling us that this was more about New England, and here's why: the look-ahead line on this game was Mm Pick'em. Okay, Mm -hmm. now so it opened as it should have that New Orleans was minus two, right? They they played so well, and Houston didn't do anything that was, you know, to to make that was impressive. We saw even two and a half on the open, exactly. Now we're down to one. So what the market's saying is, nah. New Orleans may have won 34 nothing, but that's all about a dysfunctional Patriot team. It's not that significant because we're only moving from a 0 to a 1 on this game, right?
0: But Houston, don't you think they get some props for playing so good
1: against an Atlanta team? Nah, they got outstated. Their quarterback played well. Their defense played lousy. It
0: was a flat spot for Houston. The fact they still want, or still were
1: competitive, I think, impresses me. Atlanta had to come back from London, though.
0: Well, apparently people don't mind
1: that because they're choosing not to take their buy. Mm. I don't know. Um, but clearly the fact that New Orleans wins 34 nothing and this line gets adjusted from pick to one, that's a pretty modest adjustment.
0: And let's contrast it to New England, right? They also were pick
1: against the Raiders, and now they're plus three. That's a great point. So the market is saying, um, all right, we're, we're, blaming,
0: gonna- we're blaming the Patriots, and we're not giving much credit. Exactly. Same.
1: So it goes back to what you're saying. Is like you don't want to just be like, all right, I'm upgrading this team one and a half points and lowering this other team one and a half. It's like, well, there might be a, a, a it might be a two and a half adjustment to one team and a half point adjustment to the other. So KC's laying ten and a half.
0: That stayed pretty flat. Let's see the other big games here. Um
1: Giants Buffalo, 14, it's up to. Now this is interesting. It was 14 and a half. Mm-hmm. Now this surprised the hell out of me. I made it 13-and-a-half, all right? So I guess directionally I can agree with this. But who was in a hurry to bet the New York Giants? Well, it was asymmetric, though, at 14-and-a-half. Yeah.
0: Right? It doesn't, another number doesn't matter to, what, 17? Yeah, I guess I would have thought that
1: this, since this is a Sunday night game, they didn't flex it out, right? They can't flex this early. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I would think, like, this going to be the public's going to all be on Buffalo here.
0: But the summer line was seven. Mm-hmm. Right, so now let's assume Buffalo's flat. Even though they're three and two, it's hard You're to flat. say. Yeah. yeah, they weren't downgraded this year yet. Um, has has Buffalo or, or has Giants really dropped by a touchdown? I got
1: them down five points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. feels a little. Right. Mo- and then what and there's they- diminishing returns on that when you go into double digits. And plus, Buffalo's back from from London. Yeah, and
0: I mean, you think about it. They play that monster game against Miami, go and lay a dud.
1: Now flying back. And they're laying double digits. Josh Allen's probably not going to be running to pick up first downs because he doesn't need to. He might know? be
0: he might who know, he might be surly even. Mm. <laughs> All right. That's interesting. Um KC, yeah, that's oh Miami, Carolina. So that's um oh wait
1: a minute. Miami at no, so Yeah, so this Miami's is in
0: Miami. It's in Miami and the lines only 13 and a half.
1: Yeah, they were laying 11-and-a-half. Now they're laying 13-and-a-half. Um, I'm confused then. So Carolina's not the worst team. I,
0: Buffalo's laying more to the
1: Giants. than uh, Now that's interesting. Right? Because, it, because, because now I have— um, I told you you were off on Carolina. I have Carolina, the worst team, minus seven. Mm-hmm. And I have Miami, six points better than the average team. So I got this 13 on a neutral, so I make it 14-and-a-half. Yeah, this seems short. And it's only 13-and-a-half. And, and it was 11-and-a-half from the look-ahead. Yes, we got to get into these look
0: aheads, but we when we look at it, I, mean, I don't lay eleven and a half. Okay, okay, uh. but you would agree that it's interesting that, that, that Buffalo and Miami are about even; they're equal, all right. And thus it means that, and, it, and going through fourteen, so I, the
1: market is saying the Giants are worse by than, Car- than Carolina,
0: or they're assuming bounce back for Buffalo, even though the spot's yeah. bad for them. yes. All right. Well, this is a little preview
1: of what you're going to get. I like this comp. You did this is really good. You know, I love when you've got exactly equal home teams. Yeah.
0: And then and then the little trick with New England and the change versus the Saints. Yeah. I carry my weight. I I heard you were going to fire me, Feds. Lucky I'm keeping my job here. (laughs) All right, boys. We are and gals. We are going to be back taping Wednesday night early. Early Thursday, you'll get it, and that's the dream preview. And we'll have AJ. It's it's a shame. AJ had one week of joy, but he was sick, and then he'll be back having to talk about Buffalo losing and a Buffalo losing their best defender. <sighs> it's, that's a shame for him.
1: That would be interesting. He loves White. I wonder if he, if he's going to argue White was their best defender.
0: Maybe he'll cry. Hmm. Stay tuned. See, talk to you then.